With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yesterday was absolutely crazy. We uh, we did like a five hour uh, long show. It was a whole lot of fun. And in the end, the Republicans did fairly well. If you were tracking the projections a month or two before all this went down, then you're not surprised by the results. If you were tracking the projections only in the week or two before, you probably thought they were going to do way, way, way better. And, you know, look, I'll say everybody wants to yell and scream red wave because they want to boost morale and get everyone to go and vote. But this is why I was saying things like don't don't think you're going to win. You need to go out and vote no matter what the polls say. But in the end, it's uh, it's within the parameters of what even 538's projections were up until like two weeks ago when these debates started happening. So uh, right now, I think we're looking at potentially 224 seats for the Republicans in the House. We're looking at potentially 51 seats, maybe with the runoff. We'll see. Looks like Nevada might flip. There's a few uh, uh, congressional districts we're still looking at potentially th- that are about to flip. It looks like uh, in Maryland, we may actually see one district flip. And then uh, what, do, what do you expect? I mean, Republicans take the House in the midterm. They can launch investigations. They were never going to pass laws. We'll see. But Joe Biden gave a speech. Joe Biden came out and said, I will do nothing. I will change nothing. Everything that's going as bad as it is will continue. Thanks mostly because, well, not a lot could have changed, but because Democratic voters, they wanted it in places like New York, California. This is the thing that they want. I mean, I can't blame them. They live there. They want it. By all means, you can have it. So we'll talk about that and uh, and so much more. We have a lot of election stuff to go through. DeSantis with his double digit lead uh, winning in Florida. Now people are suggesting that he, he's, he's the front runner for 2024 and for the whole presidency, in fact. And this story that I just love, Democrats voted in a dead guy. Because they went in and they voted Democrat and the guy was dead. And I feel bad, you know, my condolences to his family or anything, you know, but they voted for a dead guy. So uh, we'll talk about that. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work. We're going to have a members only show coming up for all of our members at about 11 p.m., which I can only imagine will be fun and spicy. So uh, go to TimCast.com, click the Join Us button, and you'll be directly supporting our journalists, and you'll get that members-only show. And uh, you can follow uh, the show at TimCast.IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. And don't forget to check out our, our new song over at LosingMyMind.com. We are currently now number tr- number 28 trending for music. Uh, we beat Shakira, I think, thanks in part to you guys who are listening to our music. We are, uh, we're bigger and better than the mainstream, and we're going to keep producing culture and, and push back on these establishment figures and take parts of the space over with your support. So uh, there you can see the image of me scowling at Rachel Maddow. I love the video. It's good fun. See, there you you go. Joining us uh, to talk about this and so much more. You heard him laugh. It's Mr. Milo Yiannopoulos. I'm, I'm, I've never been more petrified. (laughs) Any, no, no, really. I've been, I've been interviewed by very aggressive, intelligent and hostile people. And you're of course a sweetheart, but I was just introduced, I, I have a greater understanding of the restrictions under which you operate now. Um, and I was, I was sort of mentally checking off as we talked about the things that I probably shouldn't say. Um, I was just sort of mentally checking off, you know, like, oh, okay, that's, a, yeah. So I, I don't really have any ways to communicate that don't aggressively violate uh, the rules 
of 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 YouTube and whatever. But I've got yeah. post I've got post its. Um, I've made post its of the most egregious offences. <laughs> and 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 you know, with with every good intention in the world, I'm going to do the best I can to be socially acceptable for you. But but I want everybody hearing to realize that we're we're going to do the members only uncensored show. And then, you know, we'll show the post-its and people can... By the time that rolls around, I'm going to be so desperate to swear. Um, <laughs> it's going to be very undignified. Um, like, you know, the reason we don't like swearing is because people watch with their, their kids are in the room or they're listening in the car and they're driving their kids. But if you swear, we just, you know, eh, it is what it is. a ghastly childhood to be subjected to political commentary. <laughs> could only happen... Yeah, it could only doesn't. happen in a third world country. Um, civilized people are not so obsessed with politics. Milo, um, we, we have a lot to talk about. Um, like with you and everything that, you, that you've done and been going through and what you're willing so, to talk about. Is that a form of child abuse? Um, no, I, 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 look, I'm going to do the best I can uh, to, to stay within the, the lines that are terrifying me. But yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I, haven't, I don't think I've done an interview for nearly half a decade. Um, wow. Because uh, I, just, I just realized that I didn't trust myself to color within the lines. Well, we're mostly just going to be talking about what's going on. So uh, we'll, we'll get into it. I'm very excited about um, this Fetterman guy. He's, yeah. um, he's, he's my new fascination. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk all about it. We also got Luke here, of course. This should be a very interesting show. I'm looking forward to it. And they voted in a dead guy. <laughs> and John Fetterman. It's because Democrat voters can relate to him. Exactly. Now <laughs> this is going to be a fun show, but this is why I decided to wear my normalized critical thinking t-shirt, which I think we need more of than ever. If you agree, you could get the t-shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. And because you do, that's why I'm here. Ian, thank you so well, much for coming. Where's the hat? I, I give you a hat you, yesterday. Where is it? It's too, too warm man i just wore a sweater milo you nailed one aspect of communication that is that outfit it's badass well i figured the uh, flip-flops are better i like it they're fish flops i'll show you oh um, fish flops oh, you well, have you shorts see, on oh, if, fish. You if you live in florida for um any uh, period of time you begin to go native and you start to wear things like this uh and somebody got it for me as a joke and they're the most comfortable things i've ever had on my feet so i live exclusively in crushed velvet handmade slippers from uh uh German Street in England, and fish flops. Um, well, you know right. what? I have I have I have $2,000 like Versace uh, brocade, you know, uh, slides and all the rest of it. I get no compliments remotely close to how much people love these shoes. I get asked, I think, 10 times a day, where did you get those shoes? Um, so, yeah, no, I've, I'm, I'm basically living the life of, a, of an eccentric retiree, <laughs> um, which I'm happy with because, because I, I, it's... it's I, I do a lot of work behind the scenes for people now, um, so I get to, I get sort of all of the clout, influence, and income without any of the stress of being in public. It's yeah, great. the wild ride you went through. Because seems terrible. From, yeah, uh, I, I couldn't do it from twenty sixteen. I have a better understanding now of, of, of the of the of the. Um, I have a better understanding now of the of the. Um, well, we limitations should, within which you have to operate, and we I, should, we I, have should, to, I have to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be capable of doing it. We should make this will be a really. We should have that conversation for the uncensored show and just talk about how the whole. I should is probably just talk then. In the, the listen now, talk then. Listen yeah, now. I play that game. Well, sometimes. You'll, you'll have stuff to say, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. We also got Serge pressing all the buttons. Hey, what's up, guys? So, well, all right. I, I wasn't trying to give you a hard time. It'll be, it'll be difficult. I, I, I just. I don't really know how to talk to normal people anymore because I've just been a regular human for five years. Um, you know, so I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, how to, how to do the um, coloring between the lines thing. Hmm. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's an art form, man. It's a weird time to be alive with uh, social media 
subjugation in a sense. I don't think it's ever happened in the history of humanity yeah. before. Like Ian, this. Ian wants to explain how to make uh, chlorine gas or whatever. Hey, you. <laughs> but but does, does, does it have an extraordinarily depressing effect on you? It must be demoralizing. It does. Last night, the elect, I wanted it's to say so much. It's isn't it? Yeah. It's like part of you has been chopped off. I it's, it's, it's like my soul are... is muted. It's really disturbing and I want to change well, it. Well, you're, you're a sweetheart, so it's probably not so difficult for you, but, but, but uh, th- those of us who are compelled to break the rules with every breath we take, um, I uh, think of there it. used to be a place for us, you know, California. Yes. I, I, I well, well, I want to. I think we can have a much greater conversation on this for the uncensored show. But I'll just add, I view it like running through a battlefield where you know mines have been placed, and we're trying to make it to the other side to win this conflict. So also when you're trying to change, and, when you're trying to change a system structure, it's good to go right next door to the system and behave the way you want that system to become, and then it will bleed over into the new system. Let's 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 say that. Let's talk. Let's talk. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on strategy. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, for the members on the uncensored, where we can go really off. But let's jump into this first story, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, uh, Republicans won, and then I wake up in the morning, and all the conservatives are angry. They're saying that uh, this was a, a, an unlosable election and we did so poorly. And I'm seeing all these leftist personalities cheering and screaming like, oh, no red wave. And I'm just like, I don't understand. The Republicans won. Like, they won. That they, they, they won. And there's likely more winning coming. I get it. Republicans wanted a bloodbath. But instead, they got a victory. So now, this is great. Biden says he won't change anything after successful night for Dems. Does intend to run in 2024 and it will be fun watching Don V. Ron taunts press. Okay, he's not going to change anything. That's not the message that people wanted to hear. The message that people want to hear is things are going to get better, but things are bad. And for a variety of reasons, people are willing to vote Democrat and a variety of really weird reasons, like they voted in the dead guy. But uh, I don't think people want uh, I think I think I think people used to be engaged in politics because they wanted to get a glimpse of a better world. But that's the that's the uh, washing powder uh, a version of politics. I think people are well into bitterness. I think people want to see the bad guys bleed. I, I, I think that people want to see. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, the bloodbath that you're talking about right, right. comes not from a desire to reimagine the world in a better way, because I think people are losing hope in that. I think people want to see their antagonists suffer. I agree. Um, I agree. And, and the reason for the Republican... Uh, frustration is that they were expecting a rare moment of catharsis, which is not granted often to people with um, right of center politics, a moment in which they could uh, reassure themselves that sometimes justice is done, that the universe is capable of delivering um, uh, a true justice where it is, where it is uh, warranted. Um, and they were robbed of that. So they were, so what was stolen from them was not um, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, a uh, washing powder commercial glimpse of a better future. What was stolen from them was revenge. Yeah. Because these people don't feel like they've been out of power, and that's a shame. They feel like um, there are, I mean, they, to- they, they articulate their feelings now in very religious terms. Uh, and and they, they talk about their enemies in terms of demons, devils, and Satan. And yeah, the yeah, way yeah, in which look. they express themselves um, 
you know, and, and the, the, uh, the, I think the emotional, the sunk emotional cost that they had attached to the midterms as a moment when they could reassure themselves that maybe there was, um, you know, uh, 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 maybe there was still some glimmer of... But they uh, won. Well, not really. But they won what they needed, the no, House. No, they... they, they uh, what, what could they have done better? What could they it have was, done? It was a bog-standard or slightly unimpressive midterm in which the usual swing occurred. That is not what Republicans were expecting. Right, right, right. They it's wanted not what they were hoping victory. for. That's not a victory. Um, when, when something happens that always happens, that happens whether you campaign or not, that happens whether you do anything or not, that's not a victory. That's... Um, that's a, people perceive that as a kind of... Um, uh, as a sort of uh, uh, um, almost like a weather event, you know, it's just part of the natural cycle of things. Yeah. There was no victory because there was nothing above and beyond what what um, the ordinary course of a midterm election. I, I understand what you're saying. That they needed something that proved something symbolic and something they of just, meaning. They just wanted the people who they feel are tearing their the fabric of their civilization apart, um, uh, doing all kinds of things that we'll to talk, be talk about in the. Uh, no, to 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 suffer. They yeah. wanted to see their. They wanted to see the the. Um, I forget what the Conan quote is. I haven't seen it for twenty five years. But um, yeah. uh, you know, they wanted that. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, the, whatever the first the bit is, the lamentations of, the of their women. They well, wanted shrieking. They wanted the twenty sixteen. Right, energy. right, right, right. They that, wanted that's, to see liberals panic. Um, but that's 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 nebulous in the sense that by no, taking it's by, no 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 look, it's I, activistic I, I, right, right, it's fundamental listen, listen. It's, by it's, winning the house. There can now be inquiries, investigations. Nobody cares about winning the House. Right, right. So, so, so listen. The, nobody the, cares about winning the House. The so entire Republican base is now for at them peace to with the fact get that elections the, are the retribution. For them to feel the satisfaction is simply their choice. They got what they could get. Now, I suppose they wanted no, to see no, they a tremendous no, no, landslide they, victory. They didn't get what they could which get. Which wouldn't have changed anything procedurally. No, it would have felt no, no, good. No. Well, well, I would no, just say they didn't, the, get, they didn't yeah. get what they could get. They, were, they rightly intuit that they were robbed of this victory by people who should have had their backs. But what's the victory? What, is victory, the, what does victory look like? They wanted to see their enemies humiliated. Right, uh, right, right. And, 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 they didn't, and the only and they reason didn't, they're not being humiliated is because Republicans are acting like they lost. No, no, no. Um, what happened in this election was um, not only were the leaders in the Republican Party removing spending from some of the most inspirational and popular candidates, which it itself is a form of, of demoralization, um, and sabotaging some of the candidates that had the most promise for upsets, those little things that give you a burst of Masters. joy. In a, a burst of joy in an otherwise, uh, um, yeah, the, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, he, it would have been, been nice if, if he'd won, but... The, what they correctly intuited is that this was another example of the powers that be in the Republican Party leaving money on the table, uh, actively sabotaging the candidates that the base likes most because they hate them. And they are right about that. That's what happened. Um, uh, the, the powers that be in the Republican Party sabotaged some of, the some of the candidates that were the most popular with the base and changed the result of some of those elections uh, through removing millions of dollars in spending. So the, the Republicans are, are acting out not because they're um, babies who are, are choosing to be losers. They're acting out because they were wronged and they know it. Sure, sure. But I don't think that that, that uh, explains Ben Shapiro, for instance. Nothing right? explains Ben Shapiro. Well, look, you, you look at the Daily Wire guys and they're upset about the results. They're saying, you know, uh, to a lot. They've a never had degree. a moment of contentment in their lives. Um, so perhaps that's it. They're, they weren't going to be satisfied no matter what happened. Well, they won't. 
all sorts of things. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, just really quickly, I, I really wanted to put uh, in and make, I'll, make, yeah. make a I'll point put it like here. This. They won't be happy until a quite different flag is flying over the White House. Yeah, but the midterm elections are usually a referendum on the president's term. I think there's a reason why Biden is coming These out right now and saying, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep doing what I usually do. But they, yep. they historically politically are. And if we look at previous midterms, like in 2010 and 2014, the Republicans overwhelmingly won by huge numbers. They didn't do that this time. And, and, the Senate, again, yeah, it, it's yeah. still undecided. And these results don't match how people feel about Biden. They don't. Now, there are candidates um, uh, that are weird special cases, like Fetterman, who has inspired sympathy. And he's, he's just, I, kinda, I can't help but sort of like the guy. Um, it just brings out, you know, kind of a warm feeling. I just kind of want to see him succeed because I see him struggling. In, in the, I see a Fetterman Biden normal, ticket. Normal, normal <laughs> response to seeing somebody... Um, struggling is to want to help them you know like i watched that debate and i, I wanted to vote for the guy um that what people are seeing is results that are out of step with how they know people feel about this presidency and the reason those results are out of step is the republican leadership do you think who took who took who didn't just sit by and say uh let's just let what happens happen they actively sabotaged the chances of some of the most popular populist nationalist trump adjacent characters um, it is, uh, and, 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 you know, voters are a little bit better informed and a little bit um, more intelligent, I think, than the Washington people give them credit for. Um, they have correctly intuited betrayal. They are not upset because the results were, you know, they didn't get enough seats. They are justly um, incensed and indignant because they know that they have been betrayed by the people they pay to have their backs. Do you think that the Republican Party should split in half? Or split apart? I think the country should split in half. Um, I'm very much in favor of a national d divorce. Uh, the Republican Party is, uh, ha, uh, is, is a, an entity that survives despite failing to understand how to talk like human beings, how to talk to human beings, and how to reflect the concerns of the voters who... Out of you know the uh, out of the uh, indefatigability of the human spirit, keep uh, hoping for the best and voting for them anyway. Um, the party is not fit for purpose, and if it doesn't reinvent itself in Trump's image, um, it doesn't deserve to live. Trump or Ron DeSantis—that's going to be the big debate here as well. I don't think anybody um, is seriously in favor of DeSantis unless they're paid to be. I, I strongly disagree with you on that, but, uh, but that's going to be a topic we're going to be discussing on, here. In a if little you're bit. on Meghan McCain's yeah. side, you're on the wrong side. I don't think I'm on Meghan McCain's side at all. Uh, but, but more importantly here, there is something to say about this performance in, in the face of economic inflation, lockdowns, crime waves, which seems like it wasn't really affecting the election results. There's also the fact that a lot of Trump-endorsed candidates didn't win. Trump's attacking some of them right now. And, yeah, and the ones that he did... Trumpian candidates. And then, and then the ones he attacked won. Uh, like, there, like, there are some examples of that. The problem here... I, I, I felt a bit um, uh, icky seeing Trump whine about the consultants. It didn't seem like a kind of alpha dog daddy thing that we're used to uh, from Trump. It seemed uh, um, uh, a little bit pathetic. And uh, my hope is that he will announce soon and get his mojo back. Because um, at the same time as he's taking these very light touch, teasing pot shots at um, DeSantis, who has zero chance of uh, succeeding. Um, look, DeSantis is almost as popular as Trump in some bits of Florida. But don't ask them to choose because he is gone the second they have to choose between him and Trump. 
Don't don't get it twisted, okay? Um, he has no chance. It is not happening. But you think even uh, in Miami and Tampa, Trump well, Trump wasn't able to flip those districts. You're out of your mind if you think that um, somebody with the charisma of a potted cactus um, can go up against Donald Trump and not end as just another casualty on the list. Uh, you're out of your mind. And looking at the rogues gallery of people who are being paid to support DeSantis, I think unless you can provide a compelling case, which today I have not heard, um, you are being charmingly naive in falling in line with the worst people. I in can this, give a very the worst compelling case people for in this country, uh, the worst people in this country who want more than anything for the will of the people to be subverted. They want to suffocate Trump and all he stands for. And he is, of course, merely a proxy. He's a he's a, he's a shorthand for a variety of things that they hate about Americans. Um, they hate the gaucheness um, of, 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 uh, of, of the South. They hate everything about the South. They hate um, Appalachia, um, you know, with its uh, lack of sophistication. They despise where they, uh, and are contemptuous of the people who love Trump. And they are the architects of their misery. I mean, there's a reason that the, 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 these places that vote for Trump have drug problems. It's because the coastal elites systematically killed these towns by taking all the manufacturing abroad to weaken the economic uh, um, clout of, places, of, of Republican places. Now, okay? These places were <clears throat> deliberately and systematically sabotaged. And the, and the result of that is like, human misery on a scale that nobody really truly comprehends there's now no reason for many of these towns in the south to exist and they stagger on with no factories with no jobs with no hope and people lose themselves in godlessness and in drugs and in um uh, uh, all manner of 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 um uh, of, of self-destructive uh, behaviors that was done to them that was done that was the thing that was done to them okay uh, and trump is a, is a is a a neat shorthand for the kinds of people that coastal elites are considered to be beneath them. And the, the, the DeSantis project is about ensuring that Trump was a temporary, unfortunate blip, never to be repeated. Because they think they have the right to determine that. They think they have the right to dictate that. Um, I don't think that's going to pan out for them. Uh, I think they're going to continue to be humiliated, um, uh, just as they have been every so time they've tried this since. But, let me but, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Uh, I would love to hear your case for DeSantis because... <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but my first question would just be, if we took Trump and DeSantis and we made a Venn diagram of everything they agreed on, where, where, what are the differences that you see that DeSantis doesn't have? That, what, is that, what is that X factor that Trump does have that you're talking about? Well, they've, well you just said it. Um, Trump, is, the X factor. Trump is a once-in-a-generation... Um, charismatic authority that cannot be replicated. It cannot be imitated. Uh, as somebody who has a little slice of that kind of charisma myself um, and has experienced a retinue of desperate clingers and imitators in my life, um, I can tell you it, it never pans out trying to, you know, uh, uh, just snatch the bits that you can stomach from the guy everybody loves and otherwise keep serving your special interests. Well, Trump is Trump is a look whether you believe in God or not um you could you could express this in terms of ordainment if you wanted to um you know uh, or, or you could just say that some people are born with a magical 
kind of personality that captivates people in a way that nobody else can but, um, can, so can, can imitate. In terms of what people are getting DeSantis, from DeSantis, on the other hand, has no identifiable personality at all. Well, sure, sure. Um, but but what 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 symbol policy? feeling do people get from Trump? What, make, what victory You're making get? the mistake that all politically minded people make, um, which is assuming that people vote on the basis of policy. Um, I said feeling. Uh, DeSantis um, has scored some victories in Florida. He's been an excellent governor in Florida, and that's where he should stay because he's been a very successful and excellent governor in Florida. But as I said, people like him in some bits of Florida almost as much as they like Trump, but ask them to choose, and I'm he's I'm out. Trying, I'm trying to figure now, out... On the, the gain people get from Trump, they don't get from DeSantis. And, and, and that can be emotional. It's precisely that, it's precisely that magical intangible that, um, you, that, that, that you try to articulate and stumble, and then when you go to a rally, you're like, that's what I was talking it's about. It's chimatics, man. It's vibration. It He's, actually alters DNA. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> sound, sound can change the way people's body structure. That sounds like nonsense, but um, <laughs> it's real. It's amazing. That's why music can heal people and stuff. Uh, no, um, but, so the people's but, voices definitely not. But um, uh, but, but, but there there are people who are born with that um, gift, and uh, they typically find some. Um, uh, way in which to to express it. Yeah. Uh, but, some but, some but, of them look. become singers. Some of them become uh, actors. Uh, and, and saying Trump exudes really? charisma doesn't quantify what's happening for us in a way that you know. So so for of me, right? It does. Well, he's no, no, right, right, right. Mesmerizing. I get, I get that. I get that. But what what do so he, so a lot of people are motivated. He's an intoxicant that blots out the sun. There what, is no what does an conventional political candidate who has a chance. What does an intelligent individual or working class person gain from that? A good feeling? I don't know what kind of um, logical it, fallacy that is. Uh, what does an intelligent person gain? Why can't well, because you're saying I'm, the average person I, doesn't I, care I, about I policy. I can't speak for intelligent people. but um, so, so if no one actually cares about what their politicians are doing for them, then what, why should I care about Trump over DeSantis? Trump is... What Trump? What happened in 2016 was... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The last time that half this country felt good about themselves and like there might be hope. You cannot fight that. Hope for what? Trump. What? 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 That their world wouldn't be ripped apart by uh, social engineering and by other things I can't mention right now um, until the third hour. But um, there are things going on in this country that that threaten the um, very basis of our civilization that stem from original sins like women's suffrage, but go all the way through to um, more modern uh, um, fads and and um, manias uh, to do with. Uh, um, Things we can't talk about, but but there is uh, the, the, the people are keenly aware that the physical reality of the world they live in, the facts they took for granted, are being ripped apart by uh, by the, the 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 political descendants of. Um, now I understand. Uh, I understand what okay. you're saying. So Trump is the Trump in 2016. I was very blessed to have the opportunity to be such a big part of that because that was the last time. 
that an entire half of this country felt like things might end up okay. And he turned out to be disappointing in office, but how could he ever have been any, uh, how could he ever have ended up otherwise? Um, Not appointed really horrible people around him, like John Bolton and Dr. Fauci, and put him in positions of power. That's one of what, but one thing I want to bring up. Has a, Trump has yeah. a weakness for his family. I, I want to ask He finds you, it very difficult yeah, to say I, I no wanna, to his family, I think. But, but that, that's the answer to your question. The, the, the reason that people will, will flock to him no matter what, even though they hate what he has to say about um, uh, certain medical things, uh, they hate it. They can't understand why he's so proud of it. They can't understand why he never shuts up about it. They just want him to stop. It's like, do you know who your base is, bro? Um, but they'll forgive that and everything because he was the last guy that made them feel like justice and hope was, so, was, was, was within reach. I'll try and, I'll try and uh, quantify it the way I, what, I, what I'm basically hearing is that there are, there are dark forces that are destroying the fabric of this country. Donald Trump stood in front of that and, and, and put a fist up to and stop said it. And might, said it might not be too late. Um, the, you know, so, so when Christianity comes into Europe in the Middle Ages, right, it's, it's, it's real innovation is um, a sort of joy and happiness that's not fueled by uh, self-indulgence and self-destruction. So uh, pa pagan societies, you know, um, people losing themselves in music and substances, uh, there's always kind of a cost attached to that kind of ecstasy, right? You get, you get yourself caught up in some kind of um, uh, hypnotic pagan uh, um, you know, uh, trance thing. Uh, the nearest cognate we have these days is uh, drug-fueled EDM raids. And it always comes with a cost attached. There's a price to it. Um, when Christianity comes in the Middle Ages, you suddenly see like intensely religious people singing and dancing. They found this way to be happy that doesn't involve killing yourself. Uh, in some you know, sort of slow motion suicide. Um, people who are full of the joy of the incarnation. And you have um, you know, gargoyles pulling faces on, on, on cathedrals. You have religious people with smiles on their faces. Um, one, of the, one, of the, one of the emotional um, the capstones of Western civilization is that joy. Um, you know, another characteristic of, of our artistic tradition is, is yearning or longing, right? Most great works of art are about reaching for something, you know, about, about fr uh, that sort of romantic frustration or whatever. But, but one of the sort of emo the, the, the emotional building blocks of our civilization um, is joy, joy in Christ, um, happiness for its own sake. Um, I don't think anybody could plausibly claim that um, society is getting happier and more joyful. What we've seen with runaway um, uh, school marmishness and, and restrictions and regulations, the kind of um, uh, intolerable and oppressive conditions under which some people uh, you know, valiantly continue to labor um, is a gradual suffocating of a joy. Um, you know, there's nothing recognizable as comedy on television anymore. Um, well, well, just really and, quick. And, and, that, and that, well, just, just I'll, I'll, I'll be quick, sorry. Um, that, 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 um, that gradual erosion of happiness, people feel that. They're aware of it. They, they won't articulate it in the way that I did, but they're aware of it, and they know that the last time that something good happened was this crazy guy that they remembered yeah. from a TV show who suddenly, um, so, so, so suddenly inspired them with confidence that maybe it wasn't too late 
to beat back the hordes of hell. Yeah. It could be also the loss of religion and the overindulgent society that is being prioritized by big tech social media. But when, when I want to specifically talk about Trump because I did agree with a lot of things you said, specifically that he does have a cult of personality. He did represent well, an idea that was going to help the American middle class. That's, and, a, that's, and a, demeaning, um, that's, a, that's a demeaning minimization of what he had. The cult of personality he, is, a, is, a, is never a compliment. Uh, cult of personality means that um, somebody has managed to baffle and bamboozle their followers into doing destructive things. Cult of personality is like maybe taking an, a product cult that of, they shouldn't be taking that hasn't been proven that hasn't been rushed to, to prove with Operation But I just want to specifically get to the point of what happened today because Trump's messaging doesn't look strong today. He came out and he talked about how he got more votes in Florida during his election. He talked about how one of his endorsements was wrong and he openly threatened Ron DeSantis on Fox news saying specifically that DeSantis is going to hurt himself badly if he runs and that he has some kind of dirt on him that his wife doesn't even know that he's going to release to the general public. This doesn't seem like a unifier or someone who's going to bring the party together and help the party overall. It and, seems and, like he's looking out for well, himself. Let me, let me even, add one Even one Picasso point. had a blue period. I mean, Trump is, Trump is permitted a wobble given what, he, what he's been subjected to. He spent, and, the, he spent the past year just nonstop talking about the past. It's, yeah. and when people yes, want I, to hear I agree. About, I agree. And I think it's a mistake. Yeah. And I think that he currently sounds pathetic and I think that he needs to fix it real quick. But let me tell you, the moment that guy that gets his mojo back, there isn't anybody else on the field. And and you best believe that will that's happen. A, that's a video we you, should make. You, Seamus. Yeah. Seamus. Trump got his mojo back. You, yes. I you say, best believe that will happen um, shortly after he announces when he has kind of I think emotionally reinvested in, in the fight. But this is a guy who Art of War. This is Make a, your enemies think you're weak when you're strong, right? Is that what it is? I don't know if Trump thinks in those terms. Uh, I don't know if he's, he's I'm only half kidding. I don't know if he's read a book, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's read his own. Um, but he doesn't need to because he oh. is has that gift that a couple of people per generation have, which is when you know, when they're in a good spot and they're uh, and they're, you know, firing all cylinders, they just have an atavistic <clears throat> Uh, reflexive, natural understanding of, um, of 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 their people, you know, um, and he's an interesting he's an interesting anomaly because typically you see this in Europe where there are more um, uh, explicitly established uh, class systems, right? Um, so class operates in America, but everybody pretends it doesn't exist, which is why you don't really understand half of what's happening. Um, but there, there, there's a weird affinity between the aristocracy and the working classes in um, European countries that retain some vestige of, of aristocratic systems. And, it, and it's something to do with the fact they live in the same places. They both live you know, rurally in the countryside. They have some of the same hobbies. They are involved in the same kinds of um, bits of the economy. But they also have a similar outlook on the world. You know, they tend to be um, uh, conservationists rather than environmentalists, if that makes sense. Um, you know, they've a kind of understanding that the anxious middle classes, the, the doctors, teachers, and lawyers who live in big cities can't understand. Trump managed to pull that off in a way that I don't know if any American really ever has before. Reagan maybe had a little kind of dollop of it, but not to this extent. Trump, perhaps because of his... Um, ludicrousness, his uh, putting his name in gold on the side of his buildings, on his plane, the, the, the sort of extravagant and yet at the same time kind of mid-brow, mid-market version of opulence that, that, that he was showing people set him so far apart from um, ordinary people that he just managed to form this kind of like weird but real bond 
in in in, the, in a way I've only only seen previously in in, in these you know in these um, uh, vestigial class systems, and 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 it's it's something to do with the fact that when he's listening to his own instincts, instead of um, a certain family members and um, uh, like Ivanka Trunk that told him to bomb Syria. Well, her husband is the problem, and Jared uh, Kushner who I, represents the establishment and is tied to some really seedy and, and, and bad places and people. Well, Steve um, got fired for the same reason that um, I'm going to get escorted out of here, is he finds it very difficult not to tell the truth. Um, uh, so when he uh, described Ivanka as uh, dumb, dumb as a box of rocks, uh, as soon as I read it, I was like, yeah, Steve said that. Bannon, but, uh, but, Steve but, but this is my fear, my life. I just want to bring this up really not, quickly. She's not... She's not um, She's not a diabolical yeah. architect of her but, father's but, destruction. Uh, she's a very easily influenced um, uh, a woman who's very in love with her husband and anxious to maintain some kind of social status independent of her father, which means distinguishing herself uh, from yeah. the views of his that are unpopular with and, New Yorkers. And I absolutely agree with you, but, but aren't you fearful that the establishment base of the party has been kicked out or prosecuted or is being currently put in jail while the establishment wing of the Trump administration I mean, is the still... Establishment. The, no, the, the, the anti-establishment is getting you know thrown in jail, has been kicked out, has been uh, kicked out of his administration, and the pro-establishment side is still surrounding him. I don't think that um, whatever petty humiliations visited upon... Uh, those brave enough to raise their head above the parapet. You know, I, I don't think those ultimately inconsequential um, humiliations have much of an effect at all. Uh, like Ivanka's there, there, but, there are, but Bannon's not. Yes, but uh, look, Just there, there, are, there are those of us who are called, compelled, um, uh, whatever, whatever. It, it didn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like much of a choice to me. It just feels like well, what I was put here to do. Um, to... Uh, charge out in front and um accept the cost of that and what comes with it you know uh and and, and those sort of spectacles those moments in culture those moments in history um they linger for decades they have an effect vastly um uh, more complex and far-reaching than uh people usually appreciate uh you know and, and when 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 people watched certain things happening to center-right popular funny guys it, it will shape the thinking of republican voters for decades the fact that there is a that there is um for all of the wailing of the less left about systemic injustice yeah. which can never really be uh located or, or convincingly um uh, explained there is a hideous injustice that has been visited on them and and many of the people that they have admired and loved yeah. that stuff shapes the way that people live and the way they think it shapes their opinions of, of new players on the scenes on the scene um there will always be sacrificial lambs um that doesn't in itself mean anything bad usually the opposite um uh martyrs are remembered for a reason yeah but do, do you feel let, do you feel let down because you were one of the people that was really behind donald trump so were a lot of other people that were censored that were punished that were banned on social media and a lot of people think that Trump was in a position of power where he could have stood up for his supporters, stood up for all the individuals that were going down, taken down as he was no in positions of power. Do, do, do you feel like slighted in any way where he could have done something to big tech social media? He could have reined them in. And, and he could have also gone to parlor. He could have also stood up for free speech, but, but he didn't. I understand why a 70-year-old man might not have comprehended the priority that that was uh look 
I watched the cancelled summit at the White House and I noted, like everybody else, that nobody who had actually been cancelled was invited. Yeah. It is a fact of historical record that every year um, when the new interns came into the White House, they were asked if anybody was a fan of Alex Jones or Marlianopolis. And if they said yes, they were escorted off the premises. Interns for Trump? For the White House interns. And you guys wow. were the biggest That happened base. every yeah. every year that Trump was in office. Now, Trump bears ultimate responsibility for his hiring decisions, but the whole apparatus of the party was deeply committed to a business model that Trump threatened to wreck in, 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 you know, in, in uh, inside a generation. The gravy train might be over if he succeeded. Um, the, the antibody response, you know, that, that you saw to Trump was the aggressive, ruthless, uh, sociopathic response of people who are wedded to earthly uh, riches, seeing their horde threatened by um, somebody who could, you know, cast a spell and impoverish them. Uh, I wouldn't want 2016-17 to have played out any other way. What possible better story is there than of these people who were... It's like, you know, people were robbed of us, it sounds conceited to say, but, um, you know, th this, this fascinating and exciting corner... Well, it wasn't a corner, it was, was you know, culture, really, was, was sort of wiped out by bad people with bad intentions, and no one was ever held accountable for it, and everybody feels poorer as a result. Um, you know, without cancel culture, you wouldn't operate under the appalling conditions that you do. Um, I don't know how you do it every day. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get up in the morning. Um, and and I, I. That's why, I, don't. I don't wish for it to go any differently than it did. Um, I think the lasting impression, and the righteous indignation, that that produced, is one of the most powerful motivating. Um, uh, energies behind the Republican base. Well, what do you what do you think about Elon Musk buying Twitter and everything that's happened so far? Well, a sensible person would probably say they're cautiously optimistic. Um, the thing I've been following most closely is uh, his. So, I, the, the, um, somebody uh, sent me a Telegram channel that just kind of catalogs all of his activity on Twitter, and I don't so much look at what he tweets because that's obviously you know through the lens of you know public management, whatever. What's more telling and where I think everybody kind of gives themselves away is in those casual likes that happen at two in the afternoon or two in the morning, you know? And the way he brutally um, handled Kathy Griffin. What I look for when, I, um, when I'm trying to kind of work out what's, what's really going on, I try to think, what's making this guy smile, you know? What is bringing this guy uh, happiness, satisfaction, joy, um, because that I find to be a, a, a reliable indicator of future behavior. So I'm looking at some of the stuff that Musk likes, and I'm getting a bit more optimistic. And then, you know, when, when he said um, she, was she, wasn't, uh, she was impersonated for, uh, she, she was banned for impersonating a comedian, that's funnier than anything <laughs> that Kathy Griffin has ever said. It's true. That's funnier than he her whole career. Yeah. And this tells me that he takes great personal satisfaction in seeing justice served to those who have been living high on the hog for far too long, abusing and um, uh, insulting uh, the rest of us while not allowing us to respond in kind. And that tells me that he is 
powerfully motivated to see justice done publicly. So do and, you think and, that and Kathy so Griffin was a good move or a bad move? The, it's the phenomenal. Vanity. It's phenomenal because it, 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 it was... I mean, Elon is the king of vaporware, and, um, and, and that's very frustrating. But at the same time, he, he has a sense of theater and spectacle. And it was, it was, it, it was, it was classically intelligent, Elon, because it was just the right demonstration that he meant what he was saying. He put his money where his mouth was. He put one of the most famous comedians in America in the sin bin and then, <laughs> and then insulted her. Amazing. Um, and forced her to tweet from her dead mother's Twitter account, which the, she then tried to play off as like knowingly ghoulish, but she just looked weird. Yeah. I mean, she, she's now, I mean, she, was, she is a damaged figure anyway. Um, but she is a greatly diminished figure as yeah. a result of this interaction. He, he didn't force she's, her. She decided to do it herself, which is disgusting in itself. She's, well, yeah. the, the mom thing was just kind of like the, the, the um, clown world capstone. The way in which he brought her to heel by being funnier than she has ever been, which is supposed to be her job. I mean, like who would go up against the comedian on Twitter? Anyone, because they're not funny. Uh, because they're not allowed to be anymore. Uh, you know, the basis of, of comedy for centuries was laughing about our differences so that yeah. we can realize they're not that serious. Exactly. You know? That's uh, comedy in, in its yeah, essence. Right, because, because when, you, when you point out in an affectionate way um, amusing, manners, uh, amusing ways in which you differ from somebody else has the effect of bringing people closer together, not yep. driving them apart. Um, and a deliberate misunderstanding of this is behind you know, the death of joy that I was talking about. But he chose just the right person who had already um, damaged herself with the Trump head and therefore was difficult to defend um, to demonstrate that he really meant what he said. Yep. And then in a final act of sadism, which I enjoyed, um, he said, I guess if she really wants her account back, she can have it. Meaning, beg. He, beg said, me. he said for $8. For $8, yeah. <laughs> which, which, is, which is great too. You can say what you want about me. That's going to be $8. Yeah. Um, but but he, he basically said to her, I have humiliated you in front of the world. You can come back, but you've got to beg me. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, that, that's what. And, and in doing that, he, in in a sense, was speaking for all of us in that moment. And and we were all kind of like, this is what we've been waiting for. And we got a little glimmer of maybe what we felt in 2016. Yeah. And and, it, but but it was more than that. It was it was putting his money where his mouth was. Right. Uh, not that he hadn't done that already, but I mean, I think he borrowed most of the money for the the, the purchase, but um, and put a lot of debt on the books. But who wouldn't? Uh, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was, it was, it was him showing us that he meant it. He actually did mean it. And, and, tell, and, and it, was a, it was a stand by and stand back or whatever it is. Uh, it was a just hold on. I'm going to deal yeah. with this. You made a very important point about comedy healing society. And I think one reason why society is so ravaged is because comedy has been pretty much been made illegal. I remember your, your Patrick Ewan comment. We don't have to get into the specifics of it, but I remember it, it, it just being hilarious. But specifically, if you were given the chance one more time to go back on Twitter, would you take it? And how would, your, um, how would you post differently? How would you, would you be different or would you be the same? Everybody I know has had a very different 
uh, trajectory after cancellation to me. Um, I, I'm sorry, uh, people are going to know who I'm talking about and some of them are friends and some of them used to be friends, but I've just seen people um, become just destroyed. I've seen people wreck themselves through this like uh, um, uh, hysterical kind of manufactured grief about a Twitter account. It was never that serious. It was never that important to me. It was just one medium through which I enjoyed amusing people. But for some people, it was kind of all they had. Um, and many of those people have been wrecked by this. They're not the same people they were in 2015. Um, and and I, I saw some of my friends, people I'd previously admired, <sighs> doing this kind of, you know, pathetic clamoring for some glimmer of form of relevance, uh, trying, you know, doing anything at all costs to stay in the headlines occasionally. And I, I frankly, I felt that it was it was squalid and 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 decrepit and beneath me, and um, I was absolutely not interested in lowering myself to that. Uh, so you know, I, I I think I've I think I've emerged from it the most um, psychologically uh, intact because everybody I know is, is was driven crazy by it. You know that um, in, uh, in 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 ancient Rome, um, when an emperor was especially bad. Um, they would do something that was later called uh, damnatio memoriae. So um, when the emperor died, they would chip his name off buildings and smash his busts um, uh, with the goal of, of erasing him from history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea was that you know nobody would be able to tell in future because yeah. in, in Europe, we in, in Western civilization, we used to think in terms of, of, of civilization, of, of legacy. legacy. legacy yeah. When, 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 yeah, when, when, uh, when the patriarchy was intact, we... we we th- we thought more about that kind of thing, yeah. Um, and and so the Romans were very concerned about how um, they, they would be viewed in in future. So when somebody was especially cruel or wicked or crazy, um, they they went to great lengths to erase them from history. There's something oddly more more sadistic and uh, wretched is happening now because people are alive to see their own erasure, and that's new in history. I, I, there's, no, there's no there's no real. Um, close equivalent to that. They used to yeah. have banishment. Well, yeah, sure, but but you know, you can go and you can make a new life. But to be but to be forcibly uh installed on the sidelines watching as your name and your like and your work and your reputation is destroyed and dismantled and um urinated on. Uh that's something that not even the most sadistic and insane Roman emperor suffered. And I can understand why a lot of people find it traumatic. Um, perhaps I, I had a bit more of a healthy attitude to all that in the first place, so I didn't kind of feel a existential loss of like, it's a Twitter account. <laughs> you know, I still have my house, still have my health. Um, you know, uh, I, 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 it didn't, it didn't, you know, it didn't, you know, make me wake up in a cold sweat thinking I've lost everything, um, as it did to some other people. Yeah. Because I, I think I maybe had it a bit of a better appreciation of what it represented and what it didn't but but i understand why they're why they're traumatized you know um it's been very it's been very upsetting i personally would do nothing different at all will you um, come back on the platform i sorry that was your question i don't know um i feel like i mean i i kind of like sort of define that era and and me coming back is going to be like a well there's only the, all roads lead to some kind of um uh some kind of um disappointing tribute act to past glories you know and i I don't really believe in 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 in, you know kind of trying to resurrect uh past successes uh i'm happy that they happened and 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 all the rest of it but 
I'm not, I'm not somebody that can live that way. So I, if I do, it will probably be in a very different format and a very different style. Um, I, 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 it's a battlefield that I comprehensively conquered, um, and I don't feel the need to revisit it because I beat it. Uh, I beat it so much that, you know, <laughs> they had to institute, um, you know, the regime that followed. They had a hashtag, uh, I can't say the word. They had to make but, rules because of you. They did. I mean, it, it, it set the trajectory for the, for the failure of the company, you know. Um, and that's something I regard with, uh, you know, um, nostalgia and satisfaction. And I, revisiting it would be to fall prey to um, uh, a, a, a sort of debilitating um, temptation to live in the past. I found, let, me, let, me, rob, let me rob your sorry, ability I wanna, to act in the present. Milo, I want to ask you this question because you, t- you talked about legacy and the Roman emperors. I'm wondering if you think the loss of that in modern civilization that we that many people no longer care about their legacy and their history is a defining factor in why things are the way they are falling becoming yes. darker yes it's a product of women's suffrage um the kinds of people who were plausible candidates for office changed when um the voting base broadened and it's, i don't think it's controversial to say that the sexes are different and have different uh, priorities and different uh, preoccupations and different ways of approaching the question, who do I want, right? Um, I, I, I am of the view that women's suffrage changed politics for the worse because I think it opened the um, floodgates to uh, opportunistic, charming sociopaths who might previously have been weeded out um, or considered not the right kind of person. Sometimes you see glimpses of this in, I mean, if you, you watch Mary Poppins, right? And the dad who's kind of like vilified um, Mr. Banks is, is the only virtuous character in the whole thing. Um, and, and, and he's talking about how discipline, order, and, and that essential English virtue, restraint, are the basis of a, of a well-function, of an of a orderly civilization. Um, and and those, are the, those are the virtues, the values, the, the um, habits that we should uh, aspire to. And all around him, he's, he's got this... Um, He's got this uh, uh, pampered, um, prideful mess of a wife who can't be bothered to be a mother uh, and is churning through n- uh, nannies instead because she's, um, you know, got her whatever. Uh, there's, there's this um, witch who descends from the sky and, and you know, uh, gives the kids psychedelic drugs, I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to remake this movie, by the way. And tells them, no, it's already there. They already did it. Um, uh, you know, and, and um, uh, uh, teach it. Teach, uh, she, she kind of... Um, Where's the thin veneer of rules and manners, but really she preaches chaos, um, and she under and she, you know she she undermines. She, there's stuff in that movie that that is on purpose. Like, uh, in um in uh, uh, feed the birds, you know she 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 has the audacity to claim knowledge of what the saints uh, <laughs> think about uh, you know airborne rodents uh, pooping on cathedrals. Uh, Damaging the architecture. Uh, it's it's a it's a very subversive movie about uh, the triumph of witchcraft over over virtue. But um, you know, uh, is that what it is? Mary Poppins. Oh, it's hideous. It's That's very, fascinating. It's, no, it's very it's very dark. It's very dark. Um, you have this. You have this. We got to do. We got like we have to do like a thing where we watch it and you do like a director's commentary kind of thing where you explain. There's all this a stuff. show in Britain I think called Gogglebox where 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 the the show is two people on a couch talking about the show they're watching and it sounds like unendurable but it's really good. Um, Bobble box, goggle box. Goggle I think, I think box. I've, I've never seen it, but the, but the but the um, everybody everybody loves it. Uh, no, I, I mean there's so much in that movie, you know, to, to unpack the way that she um, she presents as as um, uh, as, a, as a as an appropriate um, 
uh, candidate for the, the role, um, but then immediately sets about wrecking the social order. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a particular kind of uh, Christian restraint that um, Mr. Banks is, 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 is explaining. He's, you know, he's saying that we can't just give in to every uh, reckless and wild, uh, abandoned temptation. He's saying, you know, in order, in order to prosper and to be happy and to be successful, and to and for and, and for our ancestors um, to be proud of us and our descendants to be grateful to us, um, there are virtues we should cleave to um, that involve not indulging ourselves. And what does Mary Poppins uh, come and do? She comes and 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 makes a makes a mockery of the business of of tidying the room by using witchcraft. Uh, so there's no effort expended, um, uh, violating the natural order of things and teaching the kids that. Um, uh, uh, they can do their chores without the effort required, and therefore they don't learn lessons from it. She takes them on this psychedelic journey, teaching them nonsense words. Uh, she uh, praise, praises, uh, um, I mean, you, you won't know this as Americans, but you don't feed pigeons in London. They're rats with wings. That's what, it, that's what we call them, you know. This, this lullaby to, to, to send people to sleep um, is, 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 is about encouraging um, a vermin that has destroyed the architecture of London, you know. Everything in that movie is about um, uh, undermining or overturning uh, the, the natural order of things. And this is, this is what uh, the headless, selfish, prideful mother, wrapped up in her own political um, escapades, neglecting her duties as a mother, uh, is engaged in. She's engaged in the business. Now, the reason that, that I uh, abhor women's suffrage is not that it was uh, something women just demand, demand, demanded that they don't deserve or that they're not capable of executing. Actually, it was a, a, a manifestation of cowardice from the men because it was a way of saying, you're on your own, handle yourself, I'm not responsible for your decision-making, and therefore I can't be held accountable for what happens yeah. uh, afterwards. Women's suffrage was a result of a crisis of confidence in the men, um, and this was greatly enhanced and, and, um, uh, and concentrated by the two world wars that Europe uh, uh, experienced, where men, I think, basically um, lost the... Uh, they felt like they lost the right to rule. Uh, they felt like they'd wrecked the world. I mean, w it's difficult for us uh, from this distance to appreciate the unfathomable uh, you know, psychopathic horrors of the Third Reich, you know, uh, in, in whatever manifestation you choose to believe, you know, whichever configuration of historical fact, it, they're all terrible. Um, how a well-ordered Christian society gets to the point of going along with that is something that ought to haunt all of us. And it haunted everybody um, because people like had friends in Germany and they're like, how could you send your kids to the Hitler Youth? Well, everybody's in the Hitler Youth. It's just like the Scouts. The, the way that that country got swept up in it, uh, it, it, it's something dark and dangerous about human nature that we are yet to really understand. It's the and, obsession with religion yeah. as an institution that's really done Christianity dirty, man. To, to say that it's out there and if I think those things, then I don't have to live like Jesus was, you got to live like Jesus. That's your job as a Christian. Then you, in, you embody the Christ. That's what we need. Well, uh, I'm Catholic, so I can't agree with your uh, heretical opening, um, but, but certainly we should look to Christ as an example to live by. Um, but you know, Christ is not um, Christ is not an emotionally incontinent person in the Gospels. I don't think he ever laughs. Um, he's quite a serious guy, uh, and says quite outrageous things, um, things you couldn't say on YouTube. And he is actually quite a profoundly serious figure, despite the great joy he brings into the world by his uh, 
his his selflessness, his sacrifice. I feel but like, very um, interestingly, I just also but, want to bring but, up but what yeah. he what he what he lays down for us um, is what became you know the, the great classic English virtue of restraint. It's uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say no because I I understand that there are consequences that come with short term pleasure, and this really is the most useful lesson that anybody can teach their children. And Mary Poppins is a is just an extended. Um, uh, it's an extended undermining of the most valuable lesson that any parent can teach their child. Yeah, and when you look at modern entertainment, you do see a lot of those themes regurgitated and exaggerated, uh, especially with well, some of the early... Well, now things are just grotesque. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's unwatchable because it's not entertainment, it's propaganda. A lot of it is is sometimes, if we're lucky, it's subconscious and subliminal, but many times it's overt, in your face, the larger messaging of not just degeneracy, short-term pleasures, but, but just also destroying not only race relations, sex relations, but destroying kind of humanity from the inside with this psychological mass hypnosis, as I call it. The individual subject matter are all, you know, arguable and, and we'll probably agree about all of that. But the real characteristic that it, that it has, um, the way to understand it, because it's happened before in history, um, the, the, the nature, its character, its nature, is that we are entering a late decadent period of gloating that is common to all um, illegitimate tyrannies. Uh, and the one we have right now is something that Orwell didn't foresee, a weird blend of private enterprise and government um, run by the same people um, who operate both for their um, exclusive enrichment and which has impoverished all of us in spiritual ways, in financial ways, in all kinds of ways, uh, culturally, you name it. In, in every conceivable way, our lives and our society are getting dramatically worse with each day that passes. And, and my decision personally has been to refuse to play along with that. And I won't operate within those rules because I think it's, um, I think it's beneath the dignity of a human being to do so. Um, I don't mean that as a, I don't mean that as an insult to you guys because I, I admire the discipline that it takes. And I, I understand the calculus that you've made, right? We're going to, we're going to say less, but to more people. I totally get it. Um, and, and there's a, there's, there's, there's a, there's a spectrum on which we all operate. I'm on the opposite end to you guys. So, um, you guys and I have taken a different strategy to the same problem. Um, both are right and both are needed. You know, I just, you know, it, we just, we just are on opposite ends of it. Um, but the, the this, this, le this gloating, the, um, the gleefulness with which they um, revel in their unaccountable and untrammeled power over us is intolerable and unsustainable. And when that happens, um, in history, the empire in question typically falls really quickly, shortly thereafter. And when big nation, when big empires fall, they don't fall like you think they're going to. They don't kind of ossify. They don't um, disintegrate. They evaporate. Uh, it happened to Rome. It happened to the USSR. And it will happen to America. The, 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 yeah, around so that time period. The, the, ve the vector for America is probably going to be the petrodollar and the dollar general. I, I, yep. I asked you about uh, the, the loss of... I guess we, we don't care about legacy anymore, or at least many do, but many don't. It's and a shift in priorities from the widening of the electorate. Uh, right, right. Electorate. You mentioned that. So I, want, I want to specifically go in, the, in that direction. You're saying that women don't care about legacy as much as men do, or what's the... What's the, so the how, know, does that, how does that happen? A system working perfectly um, is a system where everything is in its right place, uh, performing the function for which it was designed, okay? Uh, and and if, any, if any component in that system is uh, improperly utilized or uh, damaged or in the wrong place, the whole thing can seize up. And sometimes it can, it can be destroyed. 
uh, a fine watch from a Swiss watchmaker um, will be uh, uh, ir uh, irretrievably wrecked by um, a component being moved from here to here. You, know? uh, you, can't, you can't fix it. Only the very expensive ones, but you get the point. We, I, t I take the same view of creation. Um, we ought not tamper with um, uh, the order that has been laid out for us. And there are different, distinct, um, equal but different, I suppose people want to say. Um, there are uh, distinct, I don't think they are equal. I think women are, are greatly venerated and always have been. Um, and when women ask for equality with men, I, I'm of the view that they are silly in asking for a demotion. Um, what, what we shouldn't tamper with is the proper order of things. There's a proper order to the uh, physical world, to the natural world, that reflects the heavenly order, that represents the supernatural, that, that reflects the supernatural, right? Um, it's an echo of it. And when we have men doing things that women should be doing and women doing things that men should be doing, and when we commingle the definitions of those two things, um, we risk the whole system falling down. And I think that's what's happening. Uh, I think that's what we're witnessing. Uh, and Camille Paglia, the uh, uh, feminist critic, um, says that uh, the one characteristic, uh, uh, an infallible guide to imminent collapse in all great civilizations in the past is an obsession with, uh, uh, she calls it a kind of gender madness, right? Um, without getting into the subject uh, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a way that would be dangerous, um, a, a preoccupation with... Um, innovative and sometimes confusing new definitions of things, instead of confusing of this fundamental natural world, this is the moment at which civilizations lose their way, and they don't last long after that. So um, I think that um, it is a man's responsibility to protect and to provide. I think that um, men go out and create all these extraordinary things ultimately to impress women. Uh, when men want to impress other men, they take creatine and work out. Um, that's always for other men. Uh, women don't care about, uh, about physique so much. Uh, that, that's always for, for, for men. Um, something sort of intrinsically homosexual about that. But um, when men go out and, and, and achieve these great feats, uh, building civilizations, you know, constructing cathedrals, all the rest of it, it's, um, it's because they want access, they want in, and they want to, you know, they're, 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 it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a romantic project. And it's beneath the dignity of, of wives and mothers uh, who have a far more important purpose on earth to give them, you know, the petty workings of these political experiments that men have come up with to occupy themselves, um, to, 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 you know, distract them with that stuff. And, and, I don't, and I don't think it's something that um, women especially love. I mean, they, women kind of hint this. Uh, sort of, they send us subtle indications that this might be the case. Um, you see very often women kind of adopt the politics of their husbands. Um, it's kind of a phenomenon that, that um, uh, is it, actually, it's actually more pronounced the more extreme that the husband's politics are. So you have, um, uh, you have these, these women who uh, fall in love with like jihadis uh, and they adopt you know, radical Islam and then they go husband surfing because their husbands all you know, kind of do suicide bombings. Um, they bounce from husband to husband. But they start off you know, like perfectly normal. Uh, uh, Jihad Jane, Jihad Jenny, there's a Samantha, Samantha Luthwaite. Uh, loads of examples of this. Women who just kind of adopt any politics at all uh, to get the guy, right? And this is their way of telling us that they don't really care. You know, it's just like they, they have other priorities. They want to feel safe. They want to feel secure. They want to feel loved, provided for, protected. Uh, and, and part of doing that is, um, is sparing women from the ugly, baffling, and 
frankly, squalid world of politics full of opportunists and uh, freaks and inappropriate people. You know, they're all the people who want power, right? The people in politics. Uh, uh, and so we, we, we suffered them. We, but you, you think women shouldn't be in politics? Um, I think that in America, because American men are so, um, uh, are so utterly pathetic, um, uh, all talk and, and no action, that uh, women, I find American women much more impressive than American men. And, in, and there are lots of examples of women having to step up where men have left vacuums. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is an example of that. Um, hmm. She will readily, readily tell you that in a perfect world, she wouldn't have to be doing this, but she felt that it was necessary and that she was the right person at the right time where in the right men? place. Um, because, because no man is doing it uh, for her. So, so I, I see her as a, as a kind of, um, uh, a sort of a Boudicca, uh, Joan of Arc kind of a warrior queen archetype, you know? She's doing the thing that no man will step up and do. And, you know, every couple of hundred years, men need, need a reminder like that, that they're, um, uh, uh, that they're reneging on their responsibilities. Uh, I don't think it's the proper arena of women to, to concern themselves with a, you know, the, the intricacies of politics uh, because they have a higher and holier and much more important purpose um, to which their skills are better suited. And I, I, I think that when, you, when, you know, when, when in, the, in the two world wars and women flooded the, market, the, the workplace out of necessity uh, and then you have, you know, they mentioned the washing machine which frees up this enormous amount of time. Um, once women had been well uh, uh, pleaded with to, to come and keep, think, keep the, the, the factory line running, uh, nobody felt they had the right coming back from war when they direct the world to say, "All right, back in the kitchen, love." Um, so, so they just sort of accepted the new the new reality. Let me, I, let me. We can see what's we can see what's happened as a result. There's there's been a feminizing of our institutions. Police forces have started to act more like school teachers, where they're kind of scolding people for using the wrong language rather than uh, 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 you know uh, criminals. There's all kinds of hints that the priorities, that the mission statements, that the uh, modus operandi of, of, our, of our state institutions and, and, and now private enterprises too, have, have changed. And I, I, I don't think for the better uh, as a result of, of um, what was missold to women as um, emancipation and was actually their enslavement. Would you, would you advocate for repealing the 19th Amendment? Absolutely. For those, for those that don't know, it's the women's right to vote. We owe women um, an enormous apology for the imposition that we placed on them um, by this grievous ongoing offense, subjecting them to the ugliness of politics when they should be concerned with uh, raising the next generation and, and perpetuating the dynasty, which is, is, of course, the thing that the man is worrying about. Uh, and finds a, you know, he finds a wife that he believes will be a partner um, with him in that, pro in that, in that task. Um, and while he's having these grandiose uh, um, thoughts and, and building these extraordinary structures, it's the women that are doing the hard work of raising the next generation. They can't do both. Um, and I think now we've seen, and women are beginning to admit in columns in the Atlantic and elsewhere, that they couldn't do both and they wish they'd done the other one. Why do you think this is happening? I mean, there was a big push by the industrialists, individuals like David Rockefeller that wanted to, of course, um, make sure wages were lowered, make sure that there was a bigger tax base. Mm -hmm. There was a, a political push, a psych psychological, psychological push, but there's also a biological push. If you look at men, their grip strength is going down. Women's grip strength is going up. 
men's testosterone is going down, their sperm levels are going down, reproduction rates are going down, family Mountain units Dew. are going down. There's a lot of different things that we could attribute. But it's so delicious. But, but, but I think... I, <laughs> Code I, red. Yeah, that's I, no, stop I will, it. Don't you, Milo. How dare you? I, I, will, I, I disagree I will with you so drop, much right there. I will drop dead because of Code Red. I will. It, it will you be, probably will. It will uh, be yeah. the thing that kills me. I will, geese, I will be so fat. But, 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 I don't, but, I don't but, know but, if those but, rumors but, are true. Those are urban legends or whatever. But I want to get back to this question here is what is responsible for it and, and how do we fix this overall problem how do you see the how do you quantify the problem how do you fix it so um capitalism um wants maximum freedom because maximum freedom means maximum profits uh and that works on both the supply and and uh, um it works every point in the chain right so the more workers you have the better the more people who can work the better because the more diverse a workforce is the less likely they are to unionize which is why big business is in favor of diversity because it makes their workforces easier to abuse and and to manage mm. um, that's the reason yeah. big business likes diversity because if you have a workforce made up of people who can barely speak each other's languages they are never going to get together to be the boss well let, let me add um, to that too when the rules are so uh, atomized you can get someone in trouble for anything Anybody who is acting out of line, you can say, oh, well, you're violating this provision. This, I believe, is a manifestation of a frustrated maternal instinct um, from women who should have had children and didn't. Uh, and it's become a sort of um, uh, it's become this kind of out of control, turbocharged policing of others. This attempt to impose uh, order on uh, um, on the world. Um, and, and, and I, you know, I, I lay the blame for this at the feet of men who, um, you know, it's, it's the job of a husband to establish the parameters within which his family will operate. These are the things that I will accept, and these are the things that I will not accept. And, and he counts on his partner um, to uh, express those wishes in her daily decisions and in how she raises the children. Well, men haven't been doing that for a really long time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the result has been anarchy. And not just like, not just chaos, but like true epistemological anarchy. They're, they're like multiple fact universes in America now. There are people who believe completely different pictures of what they think are, is objective reality, right? Um, because instead of politics being um, a, 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 you know, the art of the possible grounded in reason, now we have um, competing narratives. And these narratives are, are completely factually divorced from one another and in most cases from, <laughs> from yeah. reality themselves as well. This is the result of, um, this is a feminization of discourse uh, because uh, we become untethered from um, Mr. Banks's reason and discipline, which always falls on the man yeah. to, uh, to, to, to hold in line. And instead we begin to indulge in, um, I mean, to put it in grammatical terms, right? Uh, women live in the subjunctive. They live in the world of the possible, right? Uh, and they, the, the, the economy of value for women is completely different uh, uh, than it is for men. No man really understands until he has it explained to him why women like expensive handbags. It's like, why do you want this thing that costs $5,000? It's not worth $5,000. Everybody knows it's not worth um, What he doesn't understand is that the price point is part of the future, a feature set for a woman. Because when she 
exhibits this handbag to others, she's um, signaling that she has snagged a high-status husband, that she's secure, that she's safe, and that she's part of um, uh, an ongoing and secure dynasty that will outlive her, and that she has acquired a secure and enviable position in the, pe in the social pecking order. And that social pecking order, you know, is a preoccupation of, you know, the, the, the parish, uh, you know, um, scolds of, of popular legend. Uh, men don't understand that um, buying the big diamond, that makes no sense because uh, the, the, the association with diamonds and eternity and love is an invention of the ad industry, right? Like it's, yeah, it was a scam. It's, 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 a, it's a complete confection. But it's meaningful now and it matters now. Um, because it's an expression of something that women want to see in their husbands is um, that they will do anything, the grand gestures, the romantic gestures, even where it imperils their own um, uh, pleasure, well-being, to demonstrate, publicly demonstrate their love for this woman, right? And then they want to build a home with a man who they don't necessarily always agree with, but they always admire and respect. And they, they, the deal is, I'll do what you say, even when I don't agree with you, because I respect and admire and trust you enough to let you set the parameters for, you know, for the, for the, the household. Yeah. When men fail in their duties to set those parameters, women expand endlessly with no limits. And we see that in, 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 in HR departments. I mean, the reason that people like me can't get podcast deals is that the ad sales department is entirely feminine. Uh, it's, it's, it's a hundred percent women. Um, and so, so, the vice president will be like, I love you. I just can't get these women to sell you yeah. to advertisers because they're going to come up with a bunch of reasons why you're whatever. Um, the, the, the economy of value is so completely different. And, and, and you know, when people stray into areas that are not their proper domain, and that could be a husband interfering in something that happens domestically, um, or it could be a, a woman in, in, a, in, a, in a conventionally male sphere, it's a trap. It's an illusion. It seems at first like freedom of emancipation, but actually it is enslavement. Yeah, j just really quick. I, I agreed on a lot, but I disagreed on one thing. I, I don't think it's it's related to anarchy. I think it's related to centralization, especially when it comes to things like the ESG score that has been pushing a lot of these social norms onto to people. I, I think you know the industrialists, the governments, especially with the, the policies they put forward, the initiatives that they put forward, and what they do and what they incentivize truly has been leading to a society that is creating more slaves and yes, the state having yes. more power and there's more centralization. A, there's a centralizing tendency in uh, matriarchies because they're trying to recreate the patriarchy that's let them down. Um, they're trying to recreate the, um, the, the, the patriarchy that, that failed them by, by disappearing, right? So they're trying to recreate it, except they don't know how because they don't have the tools, right? Just like, you know, this, the reason Satan rebels and become, you know, becomes Lucifer is that he is driven mad by jealousy because God gives women a gift that angels don't have. And it's the gift of co-procreation with God, right? When you, within the holy sacrament of marriage, are blessed with a child, you don't just create a child with your husband, but you are co-creating with God because while you produce the biological matter, God imbues that child with an immortal soul. So in, in that sacrament, you, husband and wife are engaging in the act of creation alongside their almighty father. It's like, extra, like ugh, you know, we can talk about it forever, but, but, but the angels didn't get that. Um, and, and driven mad by jealousy and, and, and rage at um, what he saw as, as the sort of preferred younger sibling, 
Um, this is the basis for, for the rebellion, right? Um, that, should sh that should frame our understanding when we talk about this. It's not that we think that women are, are, are stupid or incompetent. Clearly, they can manage perfectly well uh, in these spheres. Whether the effect is good or not you know, is, is, is another matter, but clearly they can, they can handle it. Um, but it's allowing, uh, uh, encouraging them or, or enticing them to do so, as big business does because it's good for the bottom line, is only possible when you set to one side the reality of the, the, the magic and responsibility and incredible gift that women have that we don't. I thought that was really, uh, in, it, I guess, inspiring what you said about society kind of becoming overly mothered because women aren't having enough children. And so they're turning that motherly instinct outward. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere. They're built for it. They're built for it. And, and if they choose, if they, if they are lied to and choose their career over um, having babies, it has to come out somewhere. So what do they do? They end up in HR where they get to make rules just like they would if they were a mom. Uh, this, this is funny. We, uh, we, we talked about this because there was a story we read and I mentioned that there are some women, not all, not most, but there are some women we see posting on things like Tinder that they wish they just were able to have families and didn't have to have careers. And the Young Turks took that and turned it into Tim Pool thinks all women or some like Tim Pool's ridiculous argument about women. It, it's, 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 it's fascinating that you can't even acknowledge that some women feel that way. There's, um, there's a, there's a counterintuitive um, but inescapably true uh, fact which is that the freer women have gotten, the more miserable they have uh, become. Well, well, how about they, uh, just uh, one, one quick point. In Sweden, where women have more equal access, the gender differences are actually more pronounced. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, because people are so <laughs> desperate for them. Uh, you, can, you can neatly uh, trace the history of women's emancipation, um, and it tacks directly on to um, how women report their own increasing misery. And also the antidepressant use, uh, and also big pharma tablets, SSRIs, one and antidepressants, which yeah, have I mean, gone up with that unsatisfaction. One in ten Americans on um, uh, on, on on antidepressants. Uh, half of all Democrat women say they've been to the doctor for mental health problems. Yeah. Um, you know, that's 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 not normal, and it doesn't happen elsewhere in the world. It doesn't happen in other places. Yeah, we uh, medicate their misery. And and yes, and this is, well, we we the pharmaceutical model of mental health. Uh, is only capable of treating symptoms. Mm. Uh, it can't fix what's wrong with you because it doesn't account for the existence of a soul at all. It treats the body as a purely uh, mechanical um, uh, uh, machine, as a machine. Uh, and if only we could find out which bit needs more oil uh, or which bit is, uh, is uh, needs replacing, we, we can fix your depression. Well, that's not the nature of depression. Uh, that's not the nature of, of most mental illnesses. Um, we just recently discovered, finally, that the um, uh, psychiatric industry admitted that there is no basis for the um, for the accepted wisdom that uh, depression is a, a chemical imbalance. Yep. They can't find it. They can't prove it. So it might be that depression is a product, mm, maybe of, of of guilt about uh, uh, about sin that has not been um, uh, you know, no, that no absolution has been sought for, uh, of, of of terrible things, all kinds of possibilities. Let open, me let me open up. You know? Milo, but but the, the the current system is 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 totally incapable of of healing. It's only capable of um, uh, dealing with the symptoms, placating in a way that produces new and worse problems like addictions. Yep. I mean the 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 the, the range of um, 
temptations that are uh, available. So we don't understand addiction very well because we don't understand the brain very well. But the one thing we do know is the, uh, the, the, the main difference between people who relapse and people who don't is, is it available? Is it right there? Right. Uh, so people who stay away from, um, you know, from the heroin, the junkie uh, uh, hangouts and the rest of it, uh, it's not in front of them. So they're less likely to relapse. Uh, if the, it, that's the, the one thing we do know about it. Right. We are force fed. I mean, this country force feeds people with a bewildering array of uh, potential addictions, whether it's to compound interest or um, uh, uh, um, competitive uh, uh, consumer purchases, TVs, uh, cars. I mean, none of you own your cars. None of you own your car. I've never bought a car in any way other than outright and in cash. Um, and, and in this country, people burn money uh, jumping from car to car, like saying goodbye to 20 grand each time mm -hmm. and making endless repayments that will never be fully paid down. Yeah. I mean, your whole life is enslaved to interest, to, to people who don't do anything for, for, um, for the money they make, um, which is usury, which is a sin. Um, you know, people who are, are entirely parasitic. I mean, the basis, of, um, the basis of value in the economy is human labor, yeah. right? Uh, it's people doing stuff. Um, these industries that are uh, designed to profit uh, without effort. Um, there's a reason that the church, you know, <laughs> uh, regards this as, as sinister and sinful because it is. Um, and 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 the, the 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 manner in which we are presented. I mean, you know, I, I think that mostly what people said about video games in the 80s and 90s was stupid. Um, what people said about Marilyn Manson was like pretty stupid. Um, but the religious right was was pretty bang on about everything else. Now, however, when you consider as part of the overall kind of junk food, drink, prescription drugs, I mean, I can't. I, it's, it's it's a wonder that I mean, I think every every American basically has two of the of the ten categories. Yeah. That but but Klaus Schwab, wrestling yeah. with, you know, this is not normal. This is not normal. Mm, yeah, this is yeah. this is an abusive relationship. Um, and and I and I so I'll be quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, the the in in just the same way that many of these cultural problems have come from women's suffrage, um, the failure of the institutions to protect people is a result of American independence. Because when you throw away the monarch, you don't really just get rid of him. You make space for something else to move in. Uh, and you might not have control over that. So America is now in a position where they are ruled more brutally and more savagely and more abusively than any monarch in living memory anywhere in the world. But they don't know the names of the people who are doing it to them. It's central and, banks. It's the reserve, that's for sure. Certainly they're, a, certainly they're a part of it. But what instead you have is the empty pomp and circumstance of the 4th of July, this yeah. rippling flag. Um, why do you love the flag so much? Because there's room to hide behind it. Uh, and the people who are really running the show, whose names none of us will ever learn, um, are, are what moved in um, instead of the king, instead of having, you know, king. And, 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 you know, people will differ on this very violently. I, I appreciate that. I'll probably take a minority view on this. But um, when, we, when, we, when we think about how the earthly order should reflect the heavenly order, um, that, that's, the, that's the, the sort of basis of legitimacy of the papacy and the monarchy, right? Um, the way that societies are, are ordered um, reflects the heavenly order and, com and, and conforms to nature and, the way that, and, and our, our nature, the way that we were designed, the way that, the way that we work. Um, and those are the best and happiest systems to live under. They work the best. I th the, the, the removal of the monarch from the top and then these kind of weird self-sabotaging things like we're just going to 
We're just going to trust that everybody's going to be Christian. So we'll outsource morality to Christianity and we'll give people these extraordinary freedoms that don't exist anywhere else um, that wreck society unless the whole population is Christian, right? You cannot give people the First and Second Amendment unless they're Christian. You just can't because only with that kind of um, uh, incredible reverence for the sanctity of life can you trust people with weapons of war. Um, and only with the responsibility that comes with knowing that you have to go to confession for lying can you be trusted with uh, freedom to say anything without consequence. I, I agree with, the, with your statement on second. I think that the Founding Fathers' perspective on society dictated their view of why everyone should be armed. They trusted each other. They, they all thought each other had some uh, fear of doing I wrong. I just don't think they anticipated that the society would become godless. Uh, I, I think, you know, we're talking about the 1700s, right? Uh, I mean, you're, 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 living in the, um, you're living in the wake of the King James Bible, which changes everything. Because it's, uh, it's you know, people, people sometimes try to like demean it by saying it's a, you know, the greatest work of literature in history, which is, you know, true, but stop. Um, the way that the, the America's founding documents are phrased and the way that the founders spoke is um, heavily, heavily influenced to the point of dictated by the language and the style of the King, of the King James Bible, yeah. which came out in the early 1600s, right? So when this, this country is founded in the wake of this extraordinary um, moment, unique in the history of ideas, where one book like changes everything and, 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 and sort of... Uh, 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 defines everything that follows it i don't know did they ever imagine i mean when, when they when they enshrined freedom of religion they were thinking about just like making sure that protestant denominations weren't at each other's throats they, they, they weren't intending for uh, ilhan omar to come in and say some people did something and for her to be uh, uh sitting in congress um allegedly from a family involved in very ugly things in her home country of somalia um uh, she couldn't pos possibly have sought election in this country for uh virtuous reasons i can't imagine what they would have been um this is not what was intended and that's you know this ugly phrase christian nationalism um that uh people are are, are so afraid of what it really is is um in my view is uh is a, is, a, is a restitution of the original vision for america but with a few more safeguards in place um so it's it's a it's a acknowledgement that this country doesn't work without christianity uh it falls to pieces and it is falling to pieces um thanks to godlessness why? Because those understandings of the proper places and roles and functions of things um, aren't in the law anywhere. The existing common law and in tradition and in um, custom in Europe, but this break, this rupture that happens with the sedition and, the, and, and getting rid of the king resets the clock in America and there's none of those things to draw on. Uh, and just trusting that people are going to stay Christian and therefore be nice to each other was stupid. I, one thing I, I don't necessarily agree with is that oh, what, there's a statement, you know, we're made in the image of God. The universe is like, we're like fractals of reality. So like there's one God, hence one monarch, and that is I natural. I don't know any Christians who talk about fractals of reality. Oh, it's just scientific, you know, observations. Do you do a lot of LSD? Not a lot, but I have a little, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> That's a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> Keep your dosages low enough to stay sane, my friends. My, uh, a very dear friend of mine who's a very gifted photographer does um, uh, uh, little micro doses of LSD, and uh, he has a similar similar phrasing to you. On oh, cool. Um, well, what you, I'm thinking you is... See that, you see, everybody thinks that uh, they have this um, extraordinary, unique experience that turns them into a genius, but they all sound exactly the same. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Carol. Oh, so there's one God. I, I agree that there is, in, in one sense, one overarching magnetic field or whatever the hell God is. But then there's also within that, it can be broken down to do infinite 
gods, all, all infinite fields creating one mega field. So in that sense, we could have one king or we could have a decentralized system of many, many local leaders. I think you've broken your brain. Well, it's two ways of looking at this, one this thing. This sounds like astrology for men. Um, you, the, what LSD does in creating those new connections in the brain, which produce the um, you know, moments of inspiration, is uh, it disorders the uh, uh, established pathways. And while it's thrilling and exciting and can make people sound very interesting, uh, it also gets in the way of um, critical thinking because you're, there's, there's a sort of, um, people have done a lot of LSD, they have this infatuation with this way they see the world now, they think they've got this uh, um, insight that nobody else has uh, into the nature of reality, when actually um, they're just confused by a bunch of things being stuck together. That I agree. Along. Have you done LSD? Um, uh, no, mostly not. You um, should do it before you talk about it. I uh, I don't need to kill someone to know murder's wrong. No, um, no, no. I, there are things there are things that I'm happy to trust that I shouldn't try. And and, and you know that that's um that's a, another another that's another thing about women's suffrage is um it's a kind of violation of the innocence of women that men are so attracted to. I mean the the soil that nourishes that protective instinct. Is the is the purity and innocence of, of young women who are unsullied by the ugliness of the world, you know, um, and and uh, men can go out and be uh, reckless and wreck their brains and and uh, and uh, you know make make terrible mistakes and all the rest of it. But but when when you inject women into a sphere that um, that they're not created to flourish in, um, it does something uh, inexcusable to them. It is an imposition on them that I think that. We owe them an enormous apology for for uh, for, for and um, uh, and we should try to set it right. Yeah. What well, what you said earlier, I found very interesting. But I, I would even, in some instances, go even further because you talked about godlessness. I would say there's even elements of just pure Satanism in our society, in our establishment, especially well, when you look at it. when you look at people like Jeffrey Epstein, when you look at all the celebrities, when you look at the all the occult the rap, stuff. The rappers are doing yeah. uh, uh, doing um, uh, satanic rituals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like Regular, blood sacrifices. Regularly, L- Lady sausage. Lady Gaga leaves a bathtub of blood in her hotel room but that's a whole nother topic Off before even getting there you know. but but also i, I want to talk about there, I, mean, I want to talk about what you said about institutions because you said institutions aren't protecting people i would even go as far as to say that the institutions are attacking people especially when it comes to the, yeah, of the way of they're, life they're, especially with what they incentivize and i think it's the institutions that are a problem so so how do we, we go back our, to the, we've given yeah. ourselves aids so the white blood cells that should protect us are attacking us instead exactly so um, so how do we fix this problem because it seems like a lot of the the, the solutions you have is okay let's let's support trump let's let's support these strong institutions these institutions are corrupted how do we fix these institutions well, how do we make them work Ameri- for us again america is doomed without a reversal of the sedition that sealed its fate um which is lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. American independence. Um, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid to say it's all encoded. In Sounds like something a British person would say. Yes, it does. Um, <laughs> but, there's a reason, but there's a reason I'm here and not there. It's because yep. I like it here better. Mm. Um, and, I, and I want America to succeed and to, and to win. And it would have done so better as, um, as a member of the Commonwealth in good standing. Mm. 
it might not have had some of the uh, remarkable financial successes uh, such as they are. Um, it, you know, but but I can't really imagine in 500 years people are going to be uh, discussing the real housewives of Atlanta. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know that, that that the lasting legacy of America is going to be particularly um, valuable compared to other empires that have. Uh, been as grand, as rich, and um, as uh, as long-lasting. Um, somebody wrote an essay, I, I forget now because I'm old, but um, uh, 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 one of your viewers will know, I'm sure, about um, uh, polarity and the fact that for a long time, Ameri we lived in a unipolar world, right, where America was kind of the, the tentpole. Um, I think the effect of that has been unquestionably dam uh, uh, damaging and, and uh, destructive. Um, and it might not be such a bad thing for us to return to a multipolar um, world with uh, with multiple, uh, perhaps competing superpowers, um, where there are other visions of, of what a good life looks like. I mm -hmm. mean, Putin is obviously uh, personally uh, deeply unpleasant and maybe maybe even hideously evil person, depending on how much you believe of what he's supposed to have done. But there's something very exciting about the way he talks about cultural issues, um, and and it it's wounding when he is savage about the failures of the West because he's right about so much of it. And it's easy to do from there. And, you know, there's all kinds of horrors in, in, uh, in, in Russia. I mean, you can't even get your mail delivered without bribing the mailman. I mean, it's like practically that bad. I mean, Russia is not really a, a functioning society without, uh, you know, it's like, it's like Greece, really. I mean, anything done at all, you need, you need a lot of cash. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all kinds of problems. But, but the, the, I, think, I think something that, that Russia has preserved that the West hasn't is um, the, the high standard of public discourse, the tone of which is like typically set by the prime minister, the president, the monarch. Um, when, when Vladimir Putin speaks to the Russian people, he does so in grand historical terms that nobody in the West has done for 50 years or more. When you compare it to the, the witless prattle of, of most American presidents in that time, the... Um, pathetic uh, uh, pandering of most European leaders, we have become captives of this feminized discourse that treats everybody. What, why, what is the reason for the nannying culture, this, this, this uh, um, intrusive, invasive, and destructive uh, uh, a thing. It's, it's feminization of culture that seeks to seeks to control what everybody says and everybody doesn't want to say. Um, that's 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 you know the primary problem in America is not race. It's between the sexes because the sexes uh, have uh, completely failed to fulfill their um, uh, their promise and their obligations. Uh, men and women now alike, admittedly, probably original sin being men, the men's you know a failure of duty. But men and women are now completely failing to, to, to perform their, their rightful functions. And so in, the in, in a globalized information economy where words are powerful, um, well, that's the arena of women. You know, words are a woman's weapon. So women uh, wield this kind of like outsized influence and ability in um, social, you know, on social media and all the rest of it. So these become very, very uh, heavily policed, very feminine places really fast because... I mean, you know, the way that men typically settle things, I can't talk about in podcasts, but it's a bit different. Um, or at least there's a kind of uh, um, bubbling, underlying, ever-present threat of something else when men are talking, you know. Um, uh, but women use language very differently, and that's what we see now, how everybody talks now. I just, I'm, I'm so struck by 
the way that, you know, Matthew Arnold said that everybody, no matter where they come from, the working class living in a trailer, they deserve to be exposed to the very best that has been thought and, and, and written. We, we, um, need, we need to go to Super Chats. Yeah, that Take seems, questions from... That seems to be what Putin is doing. Our leaders, on the other hand, infantilizing us because they want us dumb and dependent. Yep. Uh, and we're very close to collapse. We're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member at TimCast.com because we're going to have the Uncensored show coming up at about 11 p.m. And uh, I, I imagine you're not going to want have to Have I done well? It. Very well. Have I, have, yes. I been, have I been good? I, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been just panic-stricken the oh, whole you've been time. Great. No, no, it was absolutely I've fantastic. It's worst lot, in my I'll, life. A lot of people I, I, I'm, are... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm having a terrible time. It was a great yeah. discussion. We didn't agree on well, I'm something. Glad, I'm glad you like and, it because I'm, yeah. just well, sitting, it was a great I'm just sitting here yeah. hoping that I, I, I don't say something. Welcome like to our world. Wait, let's, welcome to my world. So uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's read the Super Chats. Everything in its right place. Some people, you know, to be really... Sorry, I promise I'll be really quick. You know, it is the Christian way to reform from within right mm. uh in other religious traditions um uh th th that's like the blow it blow it up uh, burn it all down uh the terrorism is uh um i'm not just i'm not talking about any well i'm talking about two specific religions um terrorism is a is a is a characteristic of other religions um historically the christian way of of uh of improving fixing things has been to to um reform from within right uh so that's for instance what um what marjorie does in congress um, you know, she's, she's on enemy territory every day. Um, but she does there what you do here. And I have great respect for that project. I didn't mean to speak disrespectfully about it if I did, um, because, because I know I couldn't do it. Um, but, uh, no, it's, 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 it's everything in its right place, you know? Um, so you're, you're doing what you need to do over there and, and I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. We'll explain we're gonna, it we're gonna in read after some show. Yep. All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Mr. Poole, your positivity this morning was welcomed. Early water cooler talk was somber here in PA. We were nervous to start anyways, but a win is a win and we can't fix this mess overnight. So gracias. Yeah. I mean, as Milo pointed out, many people wanted a, a more pop. They wanted revenge. And I think they were, a, they were counting on it. They were counting on it because they were promised it. But they can. They were betrayed. They, they don't got to cry about having a win, though. I mean, it's not the win they wanted. I think it, I think it's um, I think it's wrong of you to uh, to to trivialize it as 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 people being crybabies. When they have a uh, justifiable grievance, you know, you can I'd say they were being crybabies. Well, you, you know, you sort of said only cry about it in a, in a sort of dismissive way. I, I, I received that as a, as a I was saying they don't have to cry about a win. Yeah, of course you do, because if 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 it's just part of the ordinary pattern, and you know that you have been actively betrayed by people that you place in power to look after you, you have a justified grievance. Uh, uh, you know, offense and outrage are not dirty words. They have been systematically misused by bad people for a long time. But uh, when you have a valid grievance, it is right and proper to feel aggrieved. Um, and I don't think people are crying about it. I think they're furious, and they're right. The metaphor I get is like if you're gambling on a on a sports ball game and you're like, uh, I'll take the Eagles by 16. You need them to win by 16. Even though the Eagles win by three, you still feel like you didn't win, even though the Eagles won. Yeah, it's but the, diff like the, diff the, the difference is that um, in, in our model, all the games are fixed and the coach promised you they'd, they'd do 16. Um, that's, 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 the, that's what we're living in, you know? It's, like, it's, it, you, you, it's the, the, in the mafia version of the sport, uh, the uh, outcome is predetermined and you've been promised an outcome and you've placed a bet on the basis of that outcome. If that outcome doesn't happen, you have been betrayed and you are right to feel angry and you are right to seek vengeance. All right, we got Rusta who says, love the show, was wondering your thoughts on the theory of companies such as Ford, Chevy and other car manufacturers pulling Twitter ads in order to hurt Tesla as Elon used it as collateral in his purchase of Twitter. 
I think it's nice that um, uh, Elon Musk is is doing a real business instead of some. Uh, you know, sort of uh, outreach of the state. I mean, all of his previous, <laughs> all of his yeah. previous businesses have been. Uh, it, it is. It is still outreach of the state. The 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 government runs numerous bot accounts for public manipulation. No, you're right. And he's you're now. Right. You're right. It is. But in in in, in specifically in the financial, um, uh, specifically in, 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 he's always had enormous um, publicly funded cushions, um, although. To be fair, Tesla doesn't have them, while other EV manufacturers do, because sort of Tesla's um, carbon selling. Yeah, this is, it's, it's, the situation is more complicated than I'm suggesting now, and and um, uh, and and he doesn't get a lot of benefits that other people do, but he would never have got any of those businesses off the ground without um, being, you know, a, a, a effectively a kind of colossal welfare queen. Um, but uh, I think it's audacious and brave and self-sacrificing, and I think that's what people admire about this um, is that it has cost him something to do this. And yeah. that's why people like Trump too. And it's another reason that um, DeSantis can't beat him because he's having hundreds of millions of dollars poured into his coffers by the worst people in the world. Um, meanwhile, Trump's life is irrevocably wrecked by the sacrifice that he made to become president. I think people see that. I think people admire that. And and with Elon Musk, this is the first time I think he's done something um, somewhat selfless i want to know who Co these individuals are right. but we'll talk about yeah, that ken later. griffin uh but let's read code writer says milo speaks the truth so directly correctly and unapolog unapologetically this is why he was banned this is what we need this is why we love him thank you well i'm sorry i'm in retirement but um uh if well maybe i'm not i don't know i don't know if i <laughs> i don't know if I, I i don't know if i i think i would be uh profoundly miserable trying to operate in this environment so um you will uh you will have to see me uh now and again in controlled contexts and dream about what it might have been like. Or check out the Uncensored show after All that. the live that, portion. That one, yes. Oscar says, Milo, I started being political thanks to you and hearing you speak again makes me understand why I loved watching you. You summed up how I felt 100% to the T with your commentary just now on this. Well, they won't all be compliments, will they? It's very boring. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you won't know this about me, but I can't abide flattery. Um, so, uh, to the, yeah, um, no, thank you for being kind. Um, I'm, I'm responsible for a lot of bad things in the past, uh, um, particularly the kind of uh, ugly um, band of imitators at uh, Turning Point. And I've given birth to a lot of ugly things unwittingly. Um, and I'm trying to make amends for that uh, behind the scenes. Um, I, I, I hope that by the time I, I fall asleep forever, uh, that I will have um, left a, a good impression on, uh, uh, on, on the world and it will be slightly better. Uh, at least that people will smile a little more um, than uh, than the way things were when I arrived. And um, I'm doing a reasonable job so far. All right. Kyle Miller says, as someone who voted for Trump twice, I think it is time to move on. Mainstream media has tainted his image and now toxic to voters. DeSantis 2024. His favorability is the same as Hillary Clinton in some it, polls. Um, it saddens me to see people uh, with lack of faith like that. Um, and... Um, I think if you loved Trump, you should remind yourself of why and consider uh, how much you really care about Trump's being, name being toxified by the media. Sounds like you have um, capitulated to the uh, enemy narratives and accepted uh, uh, criticisms of Trump that actually don't matter at all. Uh, all that matters 
uh, about Trump is if people love him and vote for him, he will be president. Doesn't matter what the New York Times thinks about him. They never likes him. I, uh, I think the the cri- I think legitimate criticisms matter because they can make him better. Well, and I think sh- he well, should sure. have his feet held and, to and the fire closest, for doing so many wrong things. Your closest friends should be your harshest critics. Exactly. And mm-hmm. when we get into the next bit of the show, I have some things to say about that. Okay. But but um, uh, if you if you abandon the one person who imperfectly and perhaps disappointingly at least tried to break up the abusive stitch up that uh, is the prevailing um, uh, American hegemony. Um, uh, sounds like you got the country you deserve, mate. All right. Peace Scully says, I'm a one issue voter avoiding World War Three. Trump is the only politician I am certain would tell NATO to F off. The establishment lining up around DeSantis wouldn't do so if he has a hard line with regards to Ukraine. DeSantis will declare war on someone on day one. Um, he, he, he is uh, enabled and uh, funded and uh, uh, supported by all the same old people who have done this time and again. Trump is the only president in living memory who didn't start a new war. Right. He, you know, you know, there are things that he I'm really intensely disappointed with uh, about Trump. But one that I can say um, uh, in an uncomplicated way I'm, I'm delighted with is that he did not initiate more widespread, needless human suffering for the benefit not of some nebulous uh, American democratic project, but really to enrich Walmart. Um, you know, dropping bombs on Riyadh so that people can drop Oxy back home. Um, just just the, the, the not buying into the fiction and corruption of, of this theater that we're presented with, this illusion that we're sold um, and refusing to start a new war is is maybe the best thing and the most Christian thing and the most important thing he did. But, but what I, he did to I, Yemen, I think, was absolutely disgusting. <sighs> what did he do? He, he, he was a part of the Saudi coalition that was bombing Saudi Arabia. Uh, that was bombing, excuse me, Yemen in favor of the, the against the Houthi rebels working with Al-Qaeda. Let me, let me read this one. Stephen Bachmeier says, Milo is a good hype man, but not a good convincer of those of us unconvinced of Trump. I'm convinced Milo is paid to talk up Trump. The irony of what he's saying about DeSantis supporters. Um, it, so it, it's, um, it's been discovered that people who have a standard deviation difference in IQ are effectively not really able to communicate with one another. They sort of talk past each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're sort of, uh, like they say about Britain and America, kind of divided by a common language. Um, so I'm sorry that you're not able to grasp um, uh, uh, what, I'm, what I'm sort of trying to express. But... Um, uh, that was, a, that was a very eloquent way of saying you're dumb. Perhaps, you, perhaps you'd be happier at the Daily Wire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the digs, the digs. Standard deviation being 10 I'm points. I'm trying to be nice. I don't know how to be nice. He said personal invective is banned. I, I don't know any other way to communicate. <laughs> you're, doing um, you're doing a great job. That was, that was actually more hurtful, the way yeah, you put it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah, funnier. That, that, that'll leave a mark. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's see. Christopher says, question for Milo. Who is the Democratic nominee in 2024? And how long do you think realistically until, until things get to how you want them? I'm not optimistic enough to uh, believe in a Fetterman presidency. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Michael Malice was calling for him. I was I calling think, for him too, like weeks ago. Listen, I think America could, could do with taking itself just a little bit less seriously sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and these kind of uh, um, elaborate codes of behavior that remind me of, of you know, Versailles under, under the Louis, mm-hmm. uh, of all these people orbiting power, except there's nothing in the middle of it. Uh, you know, at least under monarchies, people were competing for the favor of the king. In America, there's nothing there. There's no there there. It's just a flag, and then you pick it, and there's, you know, nothing. A bank. 
Um, uh, I, you know, I, I, sorry, what was the question? Well, who do you think would be the Democratic yeah. oh, nominee? Yeah. And do you so, have so hope? what I was going to say is, you know, the Senate is a, is, a, is a sinister and boring place full of sinister and boring people. Um, it should, I think, reinvent itself more along the lines of the upper houses that it was it was founded to imitate uh, and be full of uh, quirky eccentrics who together in a messy way, some, you know, approximate the, the mood and the spirit of the nation um, and together kind of safeguard against un-American laws, you know, um, from, from a variety of different quirky perspectives. Uh, I, I think Fe uh, Fetterman's going to be harmless and I find him adorable. And um, frankly, I think the more um, people with uh, mental um, shortcomings in the Senate, the better, because um, uh, less harm they can do. So what you're saying is Pete Buttigieg 2024. No, he's he's um he's no, a, he's, he's a different kind of um, Biden Fetterman twenty twenty four. Buttigieg is is is, is a, a particular kind of of um uh, of problem because he's somebody of very average intelligence, um, who cannot be persuaded that he isn't a genius, um, and those people are very dangerous, uh, and and because they 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 are beyond the reach of of reality and reason, uh, they're convinced of their own um uh, uh you know special place in history. And um, uh, he, he, you know, he's, he's. I hope that he will go down as a as a joke and a footnote, and it looks like that's the case. Um, but but people who are maybe even you know not entirely there because they've gone through something awful or they've have had some kind of a you know a, a catastrophic brain injury or whatever. Um, there's, I don't mind the idea of a quirky committee of national treasures who somehow kind of coalesce and, and protect the country against itself because although they're all wacky and weird and 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 peculiar somehow the the sum total of them safeguards what america is um that's what the house of lords is always supposed to be in britain they kind of wrecked it now but but that's, that's what the senate was supposed to be here, that's sort of. that's what the senate is modeled on not this soulless grim sinister um uh, uh, secret club of of backroom dealers um uh, I think the Senate should become more colorful. I think it should have more personality. And if Fetterman is the first step towards that, I welcome it. All right. Ian King says, Tim, just bought your song. Would love to see you do something with independent artists like Adam Calhoun, Ryan Upchurch, or Tom McDonald, all uh, as well as see them on the podcast. I'd love to have them on the podcast. That would be an honor. Tom McDonald put out a new song called Fighter. It's such a good song. It is 10 out of 10. It's one of the best songs I think he's done. It's my favorite of all of his songs, and he just put it out. I was really impressed. It's It's good. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've talked with Tom periodically. He's an amazing guy. I would love to have him on the show. He's a busy guy. And it would be epic if we were able to put a song together. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but uh, um, keep dreaming and keep imagining what you think may be happening. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking with Tom. We'll see, we'll see where it goes. It'd be really cool to have him on the show at if the If you say least. don't stop believing, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop believing. Restraint. <laughs> I'm too lazy to get up. <laughs> you win. All right. Rando Bunderson says, her, you, you, I had to say it after you said that. You're, uh, you're right. Rando Bunderson says, heard a lot about Milo, but never heard him speak before. Is this what D&D &D characters with 20 charisma sound like? Yes, they're all compliments, Milo. Um, I, I actually understand that compliment. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, I like how you pointed out that you thought DeSantis has low charisma, because if he was a D&D &D character, I think he has like average oh, charisma. Oh, no, he's like a damp sponge. Like a tan. <laughs> no, no, Like no. intelligent, but something, not Something charisma. clammy and, 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 and unpleasant that, um, that you find your hand accidentally touches when you're thrusting about for a, a mug. You um, see, these are way more hurtful 
and funnier than direct insults. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> we have. Uh, I think we've moved past the uh, period of uh, of debate and uh, the mask of manners, and I think we're in uh, shut up, stupid, you know what uh, territory mm, uh, in culture at the moment. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, no, uh, you, look. Um, um, uh, uh, there was a particular group of people who were dressing as DeSantis this Halloween. Um, uh, women who like women, and it was clear that uh, in picking their outfits, they'd only ha- they'd merely selected from their own wardrobe, uh, and uh, it was uncanny. And I've never really been able to see him the same twice. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's um, he's he's. I'm sorry, he just ain't it. And if you have allowed um, despair and um, uh, the demoralization techniques that you are being pummeled with to um, accept uh, a lesser substitute that cannot possibly hope to fix the deep spiritual crisis that this country is in, then I'm sorry for you, but you're part of the problem, so you should just get out of the way. Next, the Slayer says, wait, what? Mary Poppins agreed with the father's virtues. Spoonful of sugar was to point out that rewards can help reinforce the important but sometimes bitter truths the father wanted to impart. Uh, Except when she, no, so she wears a shallow mask of manners. Right. She presents as um, uh, in just the same way that uh, cultural subversives always do. They present as a, um, a functioning member of the prevailing order. But the what she does is is, is intensely subversive. I mean, she she um, she recommends witchcraft as a solution to um, chores. Right. There's a reason that that, um, you know, humble and uh, unassuming people consider their daily duties to be um, character forming because they are. They have intuited something that Aristotle understood, which is that habits become character. I, I, um, I, and, and I want to say I agree with you and disagree with this point. A spoonful of sugar implies that you should be rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do. Bribing you for doing what you're supposed to do anyway. Exactly. With no, addictive uh, drug, by the way. Uh, right. No, no, with no. Sugar, listen. Sugar's when, bad. When we, when we go to the movie theater um, and we drench ourselves in fat, salt, and sugar and stare at an electric, uh, uh, you know, electric light on the wall, we are hypnotizing ourselves in the closest thing that our society has to uh, a sort of pagan ritual. You probably love it. Um, oh, but, we're going uh, to go see uh, Wakanda he's, he's, tomorrow. He's, uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'll pass. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, what was interesting about that film is... Screw the, that CIA propaganda. What was, it, no, see, what was interesting about that, that whole series, um, which I liked, is that they made the woke guy the villain... Um, uh, he, you know, he's a bad guy. Uh, and also, that movie was very distinctively African, not black. And, and I noticed a lot of American, like, woke black activists trying really hard to like it while also not quite getting not it. Not at all. Um, and growing up in Europe, and I was surrounded by, you know, West Indian Africans, Jamaicans, and, and, and you know, Nigerians. I've been to Africa, as most mm. of the fans of that movie haven't. Um, and so I was able to, you know, appreciate a, a lot of... Um, what they were seeking to accomplish in this, in this, you know, this, this whatever. I, I noticed about that film, it didn't do the easy and obvious things, right? It, it was very distinctively African, which was a, a big risk because American blacks don't know anything about no. uh, African culture. They really and don't. Africans are very, uh, they have some real choice opinions about American yes. culture. Yes, Africans from yeah. South um, Africa. I'm from South Africa. Okay, so you understand. Thing. Yeah, I um, do. Uh, so so, so th- that was a risk. And then they make the woke guy the 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 genocidal villain so i actually didn't yeah, mind, yeah. i actually didn't mind that first movie and i could see a lot of bad people kind of uh performing fandom and not really 
but also not, they didn't love it like they loved Endgame. But, but um, and I, so I actually thought the movie was intelligent. I, and interesting. I, I agree. Um, uh, T'Challa, the main character, wants closed borders. He says if we open up our borders, they'll bring their problems into our country, and we don't want that. We're you know, and, and so and not to mention it was a patriarchal society where women weren't allowed to rule, and you won your well. Your they fixed throne. that. They fixed that in the sequel, don't worry. You, um, but you win your you win your <laughs> rule through that, trial that's by a, that's combat. A, that's an offense that cannot be allowed to stand. Like Thor, who was too masculine for his own good and had to be turned into a fat joke. Yeah. Um, let to, me to reclaim let, the uh, to, like yeah. most men on TV. Yeah, all right, let, <laughs> let me let me read this next one. Douglas Kaplan says, uh, Milo, have you heard of Frank Turek? He is pretty good explaining evidence for Christ. Also, Tim, it seems people here near me are getting used to shootings. I was near one today as I was delivering car parts near Carnegie, PA. Wow, crazy. I think that the shootings, uh, I think your impression of the uh, frequency of shootings, um, uh, I mean, everybody seems to notice they're, they're sort of happening a bit more often. Uh, the press just reports selectively as per their their priorities on, on, on any given day. Um, I think, they, I mean, if I, if, I, uh, if I had to guess, I would imagine that they're getting more frequent. Um, uh, there's definitely a pharmaceutical component to that. Uh, um, you know, there there are some systemic uh, root causes that all come back to the things we've been talking about, um, mostly fatherlessness. Um, you know, in, in a in a completely feminized um, culture uh, with a, a endemic single motherhood. I mean, most young men have no male role models. And think about yeah. the think about the people who were crowned male role models over the last. Um, uh, 10 years. Me, Dylan Mulvaney. Me, I was gay. Uh, Jordan Peterson, a drug addict. Um, like These are like very, very damaged people in different ways, um, which just shows you how desperate uh, you know this age is for heroes, right? Um, mm. But there are role models everywhere you look. They just you just have to work a bit harder. I get so many emails from women who say, "How should I vote?" Because I know I know I know this is outside my sphere. Um, and now I just say, "Don't," because you know it's the least you can do after you know everything. Eden. All right. Um, but 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 um, the, the there was this first part of his question. Oh, I do you know I Frank Turek? Uh, I know the name. Um, I'll, I'll 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 check into that. Thank you. Makise Kurastina says. Oh, okay. I understand. My grandmother was born in 1920 and lived to be 100. She mm. always said that the downfall of this country was giving the woman the vote. Had 15 kids, never had a career, and said if every woman had her uh, had her life, no one would complain. Blissfully happy. I bet that she was the happiest woman in the world. Uh, and um, you'd be amazed at how many grandmothers, and it's specifically grandmothers, who have the benefit of wisdom and are seeing uh, uh, secondary generations, right? Um You'd be amazed how many grandmothers write to me and say, you're absolutely right. Do you think there's going to be a reckoning where these childless millennial women are 70 years old without families that they're going to I'm trying to be upset? I'm going to try to persuade Marjorie to introduce a uh, um, friend in need is a friend indeed act that uh, removes um, the vote from people who are on antidepressant drugs. Um, uh, just sit back and enjoy the enjoy the uh, fallout. You know, half the Democrat base. She, she, <laughs> I don't want to incriminate her, and that. there's no way she'll ever do that. Um, but but I, I, you know, I, I would uh, I, I would I would I would pass a law that says that um, you know to to care for the most vulnerable in our society, we don't want to expose them to uh, traumatic, stressful, and triggering um, uh, events like the uh, the um, high pressure environment of voting in elections anxiety so if you yeah. aren't you on anti-anxiety medication so um you know if you, if you are one of those people and you've had uh, a prescription for uh, you know anxiety or depression medication in the last 12 months we're going to ask you to sit this election out um that would be an enjoyable fallout i'd like that maury says this episode is too based the amount of red-pilled truths being spoken here is insane there's a handful of people who are like wow tim ian and luke aren't talking 
And there's two things I'll say to that. One, uh, what Milo was saying was interesting to hear your thoughts articulated as, as they were. But also, it's been a while since people have heard for you, heard from you, and to hear your kind of uh, your, your your stance on things. You know, you said you have. It's been a long time since you've you, you've spoken, and here you are speaking for quite a bit, explaining a lot of what you've seen. It, over it feels the past like you got to get a lot lot off your chest, and you haven't talked in how long? Oh, I'm also just very rude, and I just bang on forever. Um, but, uh, but most, it's interesting. Most of it it's works. good. Most of it's good material, so people put up with me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm just not a particularly courteous interlocutor. Um, but uh, th- thanks. We are going to head over to the members only show. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? And become a member at TimCast.com. Click join us, sign up. We are going to have a members-only show, and I imagine it's going to be very, very interesting because there's a lot that uh, uh, Milo's written I've down on the post I've got so many post-its These for the things topics. that I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I don't think you understand. I have been living in fear. It well, says, well, I can't even read well, out what's uh, on the post we'll, we'll explain it. We'll explain it, and we'll show. And then you know what I want to do? I want to actually mail those out to people as post-it notes. So. Anyway, <laughs> well, so, yeah, when you see them, you'll, you'll it, it, it'll be fun to do that. Become a member at TimCast.com. And also, if you want to support us in our cultural endeavors, we released a song. It's called Genocide. It's available at LosingMyMind.com. You can buy it on iTunes, Amazon, or wherever. We a were a moment we're, of uplifting uh, uh, mood fix for them. Well, the song, yeah, is, I mean, it is in that we mock the establishment and we, we, we CG animated a bunch of journalists to sing words about how they're evil people. It's called so, genocide. I confess to complete ignorance about the idiom you operate in because I, I'm, uh, I, I, I can't tell songs apart in that particular genre. Um, but, 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 um, but perhaps you could perhaps you could you could give me a, a smattering after the show. Yeah, we'll show you. And um, if you guys want to support us. Tomorrow is the last day for billboard tracking in the first week, and we're hoping to have a big, a bigger impact in the last song. This one's overtly political. So it would be nice to have some kind of uh, jab at the establishment making to the charts with your support. Uh, you can follow the show at Timcast IRL. You can follow me at Timcast. And I want to make sure I stress to see a lot of people are becoming members on YouTube, not on YouTube. Go to Timcast.com. There is a, we have a private Timcast.com membership. We, we, can't, we can't post these videos on YouTube. I see a lot of people are becoming members on YouTube, so I will stress again, not YouTube membership. That's not where the video will be. You see what they've done to you? They've put you in the position of a scolding. Scolding? How dare you give me money? Scolding the viewers who have uh, invested in you the most. I just want to make sure. See what they've done to you? No, no, it's that people really want to hear hear the, sh- the show, and if they're getting it from the wrong spot, they're going to be no, wondering no, no, where you're it is. not doing anything. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm stunned by the injustice and dysfunction of it. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it, Milo. Do you want to shout anything out? No, no, no. I, I, I'm quite happy being left alone. Any right. last words of encouragement? I'll go on forever, so I'll skip it. You will. Uh, but it was great, and it was fascinating, and a great conversation. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash wearechange. We don't always agree. I read all the chats, and I, I love the debate. Let's have the conversation. I, I, I made a lot of arguments in my video today. I also talked about what's happening with Twitter and Facebook. Start the conversation. Let Let's build up the biggest, what is, what is it, steel man argument we can, and let's get at it. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash we are changed. Thank you so much for having Actually, me. Actually, there was a small thing. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, uh, which is a, um, I, I, I was a, uh, a choice out of step, let's say, with your guest booking strategy um, of late and probably not without risk. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Um, I don't think so. I think you're exactly the kind of person we hope to sit down and talk with. I was in two minds about it because the lighting in here is so unflattering. <laughs> um, but I, I did get a fake tan, um, impoverish, uh, uh, imperiling my recovery from homosexuality. Uh, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, we should probably save that, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I'm th- thank you for thank you for for doing it because. Um, oh, thanks for coming, man. You have um, 
you have built something here that um, perhaps you can begin to activate the full potential of. Um, it's quite exciting. So th thanks for having me. Right on. Thanks for coming, man. That was great. Uh, guys, follow me at Ian Crossland if you want to on the internet, anytime, anywhere. Love you, Milo. And uh, Luke, Tim. Surge. Splurge. Yes, I am at Surge.com everywhere. Thanks for coming, Milo. Appreciate it. Don't, All do, right. don't do LSD. Here's what you got to do, everybody. <laughs> Dosage, my friend. Right, right now, right now, type into the top bar, TimCast.com, T-I-M-C-A-S-T. Then you'll see on the left, it says, join us, sign up to become a member, and there's a whole library of members-only shows and content, and at about 11 p.m., we will upload the Uncensored show with Milo, and you can watch it there. I just want to make sure, because a lot of people signing up for YouTube membership, yeah, which, which is great. I appreciate mm -hmm. it, but I want to make sure you know where to watch the show. So, Pay twice. Pigs. <laughs> we will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Cheers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.